0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Off the bench for Maccas, the McSpicy Ranger Maccas can you handle the heat and tyre power, where family safety rates number one.
2: Top of the morning to you. Big warm welcome wherever you're listening right around Australia. It's great to have your company. This is Off the Bench, of course, coming to you for the McSpicy Ranger, Magus, Can You Handle the Heat? And for tyre power, we family safety rates number one. Huge day, of course. It's Derby Day in Melbourne. It's Golden Eagle Day in Sydney. It's all happening. Old oh, mate, Pix is off in the Bintang England in Bali. And in the chair this morning, it's great to see my old China plate, my old mate Campbell Brown. Good morning and welcome to the man universally known as Dog. Nothing. Yeah, good start, Dog. You haven't got the microphone on. Good morning. Welcome to your Dog. No, thanks very much. <laughs> off, to, off to a good start. We'll set the agenda this morning. we got a big show ahead this morning through the course of the morning. We'll, uh, Dog's going to be in the chair for Picks flicks. We'll take some of your calls throughout the course of this morning as well. Nathan Brown will join us a little bit later on the Saturday list. Third person self-congratulator of the year will be along a little bit later on in the morning. Off the record to join us through the course of the morning. And uh, we'll get out to Flemington. We'll speak to Tags. Our old mate Tags will be here as well. And uh, we'll also catch up with Josh Jenkins through the course of the morning. And Josh might just have a little bit of news to share with us. I say good morning again. Good morning, Hutchie. How are you, mate? Sorry. Brookie error there. You walked in a a standing start. You missed the start. (laughs) Great to be.
3: I'm very excited about Derby Day. So the, the, the small things like switching your mic on and everything, I just forgot. On days like today, you know, those things go astray.
2: I can see you've been uh, in two minds about whether to head out today. You walked in this morning in shorts and T-shirt, and then I I noticed in the uh, 9 o'clock news there, a quick half change into a shirt. Just a half change. So you're leaning towards attending.
3: Yeah, I'm 50-50, obviously weather dependent. It's a a game day decision, but you can probably tell which way I'm swaying. Maybe next ad break I might put some pants on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but great to have you here. Derby Day, you've loved over the journey. Now, i Big day, of course, today. I saw on your Instagram this morning old vision of what looked like you and a mate of yours yes, and a mate jumping into the uh, makeshift fake pool at the Moon
3: Moon Marquee Marquee in the birdcage. That was circa 2016. (laughs) And um, I know that GH Moon have been trying and lobbying um, Flemington, the VRC, for the best part of a decade to get a – a pool in there and it kept getting knocked back due to occupational health and safety issues. And they finally got it. It was their, it was their centerpiece of the whole marquee over the four day period. And they had some aqua aerobic dancers that were doing some, you know, gymnastics through around the pool and got very late in the day on this particular Derby day. And and one of my mates decided he was, he was going to outsmart security and he's going to go and run and jump into the pool. Oh no. And uh, he's a great mate of mine, best man at my wedding. And when he took his opportunity, he slid across the tiles like a penguin. He landed into the pool and he got out and gave a famous dance. And <laughs> you equally, not be doing that. <laughs> you yet. can't be, can you? <laughs> equally as quickly, he got, he got turfed out of yep. just not the mum, yep. but out of the bird cage yep. and subsequently out of Flemington.
2: Right. Yep. And did you, how did it ricochet on you?
3: There was some fallback. Yeah. Um, they knew he was a, a friend of mine, yep. so when I popped my head around just to sort of say, "Hey, guys, yep. make sure you you know you look after him," yep. they looked back and they said, "Of of course he is." And so I received a three year suspension from the GH1 Marquee. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'm the only person in the history of Flemington that's been suspended from a marquee. Been,
2: just when you thought you couldn't be suspended from anything else, yeah, c- you correct? Suspended from a birdcage marquee. A
3: birdcage marquee. <laughs> so yes, yeah,
2: uh, who decided it was a. a management <laughs> yeah
3: yeah we went up the chain all the way to the top <laughs> three years and i got three years yep. yeah
2: and did you ever attempt to short circuit that ban or well, I,
3: I promised them that i'd adhere to it and so um for two years 2017 and 18 i, I didn't yep. go there and then 2019 sort of the, the last one before the pandemic really we didn't know what was to come um i was up in the chairman's just had a lovely day. And a mate of mine rang me and said, mate, come to the birdcage. Let's catch up. And I said, yeah, sure. So I went to the birdcage. And I said, where specifically in the birdcage are you? Because I'll, I'll come and meet you for a drink. And he said, mate, I'm in the Moon Marquee. Come. You're on the door. I said, oh,
2: <laughs>
3: got a problem with that, mate. Three-year ban. I, I, I'm two years into a three-year ban. <laughs> I, I won't be able to approach. And he, he laughed. He thought I was joking. And as I walked up. Yep. The, the guy on the door, he'd been there over the previous, yeah. he said, Campbell, you, you and I both know that you've got a year well, to serve no, no, on no, your band. Yeah, no early I, plea. S- I said, oh, I, I know, but my friend wants me to come in. And um, and he said, uh, who's your friend? I said, oh, Usain Bolt.
2: I <laughs> oh, you dropped Usain Bolt's name. <laughs>
3: so, so he waved me in and, and I, I got in there. So I sort of, I I managed to.
2: He said, come on in, Wildcat. Y- Wild, yeah, what do you, you call you? Wildcat. The Wildcat. yeah. So
3: even though it was a three-year band, I got away with it in two, and um, that was my GHM experience, and there's never been a,
2: a pull in there ever since. Reduced to a two with a character reference from Usain Bolt. <laughs> and that's a tribute to Pix, by the way. That story went five minutes if you can wave it off the top this morning. Too long? <laughs> you didn't even get Zipper with the music this morning, but there you go. Zipper looks a little bit stressed out. I needed day.
3: someone to wind me up.
2: <laughs> it uh, it, now, what, what it wouldn't mind for me at some stage today is the Dogs' list of Derby Day commandments. Okay. Yep. Like your your cheat sheet on how to get through Derby Day. Yeah. The do's and don'ts. There's a lot of people out there getting ready right now where everyone's a bit rusty. Three years up from the spring carnival, there'll be people out buying suits that don't fit, all sorts of things. So wouldn't, if you can, next break. Sure. Just the we've heard famously back in the day the Ten Commandments of Racing. Here. <laughs> I wouldn't want the Derby Day commandments as well, so, if we can. So there we go. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. If you want to join the conversation, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight is the number to join the conversation. Um, Where to start this week? You, on your radar is emojis. What's happened here?
3: Well, it's it's funny, right? Because how offensive can emojis be? They can't. Um, you, you wouldn't suspect, but Gen Z, the the Gen Zers, the young crew. They've taken offence to the thumbs-up emoji, um, which I'm staggered by. The thumbs-up emoji is, is, is a friendly emoji, right? They believe it's rude. Some see it as hostile. And whenever they see it in a text message exchange or an email, they feel attacked um, in the workplace. Now, the older community, adults, they, they feel very comfortable using the thumbs-up emoji. Um, they believe it, it means, I approve. Yep or I understand and will obey. But um, the, the Gen Zers, uh, they think that it, uh, it's done in jest and it could be quite dismissive. So um, it has got me flabbergasted.
2: <laughs> you're, you're struggling to come to terms with Gen Z, I a, think. A it's little bit, say, yeah. yeah um, I'll send back the emoji other, thumbs up and we'll move on.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. What other emojis trigger you? Because surely it can't be a thumbs up.
2: They've changed the emoji construct in the new iPhones. It, it's harder to get – I think it's harder to get a couple of the uh, – Go to emojis now. They've kind of almost forced you into a whole new bunch of emojis. Right? Yeah, we're seeing. What, what are your regular go tos? You're oh, a thumbs upper. I'm the
3: I'm the sh- She'll be apples sort of oh, Huey yeah. Bowman <laughs> one. You know, that's it. that means yeah. it. Cool, cool. You're cool.
2: like a confused sort of uh, emoji, confused, facing the hands out. Always confused. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the th- is there any world and you think the thumbs up's offensive?
3: No, in no circumstances <laughs> w- would someone give me the thumbs up, and I'd think that they were being derogatory.
2: That wasn't the strangest thing that I saw happen this week. On what else happened? The world's dirtiest man was unlucky. He? <laughs> did you see that?
3: I got a glimpse of it. Yeah. yeah.
2: The world's dirtiest man died in Iran at 94, just a few months after his first wash in 65 years. <laughs> he ate roadkill and smoked a pipe for um, filled with, you know what, for years. He didn't bathe for half a century. And then he's passed away having a bath. Talk about how stiff he did need to be. So
3: are they saying that the bath... Killed him? Oh, that's coincidence. Oh, so he I mean, had it's his it's first it's bath it's in 65 94, years. 94, and...
2: I think it's a reasonable assumption. But talk about uh, unbelievable. The other bit of irony, did you see that poor old TJ lost a chomper? Yes. Can you believe this? <laughs> and made the, made the mistake of letting it known on the Today Show as well. He might have got through on this. He was going to get Daily Mail the second he said that on the Today Show. 100%. Yeah. He lost one of his chompers on Thursday night when he was eating. Get this. Chocolate bullets at home. <laughs> he had several chocolate bullets in his mouth, and he thought that's a hard one. And he spat out a tooth. He told page thirteen, turns out it was a tooth he had fixed decades ago. He's gone. He's gone down with a chomper.
3: So it wasn't one of his big veneers. It was another tooth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. Oh, yeah.
3: Sometimes you just got to keep something secret, Hachi, I reckon.
2: How, how much bad luck can one person have? I though? know. So he's a, he's a chomper down. So there you go. TJ's gone down. Speaking of page thirteen, we both had a rough run in page thirteen. I saw you were – there was a, a quote attached to you mm. today that you say you've never even heard of.
3: B-D-E. Yep. Now, anyone that knows me knows that I've, I've never – I didn't I've know what it meant, so I had to Google it.
2: So in the paper today, it says that you spoke of the B-D-E in the room yesterday. Yes. And you've never heard of that I, before. I, I had not heard of it either.
3: I Googled it. Yep. It didn't come up straight away on Google, so I messaged a mate, and I said, what is B-D-E? Yep. And he told me. Yep. And – That is language that I've never used or heard.
2: There you go. So we've been pretty stiff today. We're going to take your calls in a moment. 1-300-2355-48. A big big show this morning. Picks Flicks. Uh, I'm going to get you to do the honours in a moment. We want your Saturday list. I think your Saturday list today is definitely your dog's derby day commandments. And a whole lot more ahead this morning right around Australia for tyre power. where family safety rates number one in the McSpicy range at Macca's. Can you handle the heat? This is Off the Bench. Welcome back, or good morning, depending where you're listening. This is Off the Bench, right around Australia. It's great to have your company for McDonald's. Of course, the McSpicy Ranger, Macca's, Can You Handle the Heat and tie Power, Family Safety Rates, number one. Old Mate Pix is in Bali in the Bintang Singlet, and the dog, Campbell Brown, has swayed in, of course. And uh, uh, for those, I think... Uh, welcome again to UK, yes. by the way. And my and our apologies, we had a technical issue here in Melbourne. So some of you may not have heard the first segment. Our show goes out to 50 or 60 stations, and it's gone to everywhere else other than seems here in Melbourne for the first 10 minutes due to a computer error. So our apologies, you can catch it on the podcast. Brownie's first story goes for about five or six minutes, so allow <laughs> enough time for it. But it's a good one around the moon, uh, marquee at the races today. And uh, we're all, and uh, Campbell is getting by the minute more excited about going today. He walked in genuine 50-50 chance this morning. He had the T-shirt and the shorts on. And then I noticed just as every ad break's gone on, another level of clothing, racing attire has been added. And if the strides go on and the shorts come off, You'll be off to the races. Yeah,
3: I'm leaning. I'm leaning that way as I look out the <laughs> window. Uh, with every minute that gets closer, so uh, always an exciting day, Derby Day. No? It's great to see Melbourne back to life.
2: We're going to take your calls too. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Wherever you're listening, right around Australia, for the IMR Insurance Tradies Open Line, get instant tradie insurance anytime with the tradies Mate. That's IMR one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. What is it? Whatever's on your mind this morning, one 48 and a couple of things today. The call of the day will win a $100 Urban Alley Brewery Voucher. You can celebrate Oaks Day at Urban Alley Brewery, Knox Ozone. Watch the race live on the big screens with food and drinks. Conditions apply. Uh, and, of course, i also got a six-pack I'm sitting on still of and Track Beer to give away today. So happy to give away a six-pack of and Track Beer through the course of the uh, later on, maybe a little bit later on this morning as well. Uh, but in the meantime, picks flicks time.
1: Pixflicks
2: for Chadston Kia. Pre-order now to avoid disappointment. Chadston Kia, pre-order now to avoid disappointment at Chadston Kia to avoid missing out at ChadstonKea.com.au. This is Pix's sort of area, but you're in the it's chair. You're a little bit under, underprepared, yeah, but you've yeah, got you to do something for us. We've gone that.
3: a little bit rogue here. I'm, I love watching a bit of a Netflix uh, sort of biopic, and at the moment I, I listen to Spotify every single day, the music. Love the music, and there's a story on the the creation of spotify it's a Swedish guy that was just living at home with his mother and you know in the his bedroom he was a wizard and he came up with a plan to revolutionize the the music industry you know they were they were staunch in sales of records and then they someone set up the, the piracy um page that everyone was downloading and it was causing all sorts of Um, problems amongst music execs, and Daniel Eck got knocked back, knocked back, knocked back, but he had this product, Spotify, that he thought would change the world. Would change the world where you could, you don't need to go out and buy a CD anymore for one or two songs. You can just download it, choose those songs, type in the artist, get it, and put it in your playlist, and he nearly went broke. They knocked him back. They fought him. Legal threats, all sorts, eventually got across the line. Do you have a Spotify? Yep. Everyone, it, everyone does, does now, yeah. don't they?
2: It's, it's airborne.
3: Yeah. Uh, absolutely flying. Really interesting if you're into that sort how of stuff. How
2: brown, many uh, brown dog stars out of five? Oh,
3: I'd give it four. Yep. And I love the product. It's it's the music equivalent of of Facebook, I yep. suppose. You yep. know, the, the way that you like
2: those it's... entrepreneurial style Netflix yeah, sort Yeah, of...
3: because, because you've got to go back and see how... Many times they were knocked down, yep. knocked back and didn't nearly work before they persevered and got it out there and, and changed the world. Because yep. it's not always smooth Do you smooth like the Uber sailing. series? Have you watched that? I haven't watched yeah, that. Very, is that good?
2: Oh, outstanding. Yeah, as good yeah. as it gets. Travis Cullen. Because anyone can come yep. up with a
3: genius idea, but then you've got to get yep. it yep. out
2: there. Everyone's got an idea. So, I don't know. That's
3: yep. four and a half for me. I enjoyed it.
2: There we go. right So, that's Pix Flicks for Chadston Kia pre-order now to avoid disappointment. one three hundred twenty-three fifty-five forty-eight is the number to join the conversation. Through the course of the morning, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. That is the IMR Insurance Instant trading Insurance Anytime Open Line one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. We had a we actually caught up socially during the week. That's very rare for you and I. Yeah, we, we get along super well. Course, oh, we do. I have a lot of time,
3: but you, you know, you work a lot, and I I travel around and you know you're do a, my thing a, a lot.
2: Why well, I say you walk between the raindrops? <laughs> <laughs> so Wednesday night we had a a little gathering for SE and Track to mark two and a half years and the spring carnival become an annual tradition on the Wednesday. There's yeah. about twenty twenty five. And you you were the charge of the job of giving a speech. You're very comfortable as a speech you aren't you?
3: Uh yeah, if given enough time yep. and you gave me almost a week. You just sort of came to me and said, Look, I want, a, I want a bit of a roast. Yep. And from that I came up with a A theme. A, a theme yep. which was I thought it might be a
2: bit hit and miss. So I was nervous. Could you tell I was a bit yep. nervous? Well because you'd gone with the political theme on the speeches. And it relied, on, and you were underestimating the intellect of the room. <laughs> you thought no one would understand the, all the different U.S. politicians I, you're rolling out. I know. You thought it was a simple crowd. Which I thought you disrespected your colleagues. Yeah, to be I
3: might have a fraction, yeah. but they um, were
2: right in tune. Uh,
3: t- I put a lot of time and effort in to make sure I, yeah. I got the politician and the yeah. person from SCN Track yeah. absolutely right. Yeah.
2: Give us a couple of your favorites. If you can.
3: Well, I, straight off the top, uh, tags. Right, he's yeah. our captain. Yeah. He's a captain of the SCN Track. He's been in the game forever. He's He's Joe Biden. Yep, he's the front man, but yep. might just lack some of the mental faculties to actually. Oh, there go. Sort of...
2: <laughs> 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 he's not the
3: decision maker, put it
2: that way. Oh, but he is our front man and our hero. <laughs> is that too harsh? Yeah, I, I thought your J bon was pretty uh, spot on.
3: J Bond, yeah, well, I, I likened him to Donald Trump.
2: Yeah, right. Unimpeachable.
3: He's unimpeachable. You know, he's unpredictable, but he's brilliant. Yep. Um, I thought that um, I thought for ages about Scoop, and there wasn't any particular politician jumping off the page at me but then i i stumbled across bernie sanders oh yeah,
2: he's perfect on bernie sanders because
3: bernie notoriously not a big talker yeah, quite he he can be a bit grumpy <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> we we know that scoob um doesn't sometimes
2: re- doesn't speak he, he doesn't really want to do it himself but he doesn't like anyone else doing it correct yeah. but fairness and reason yes they underpin Social Bernie justice
3: it's just on radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. on radio, a medium used yeah. for communication scoop. Sometimes you have to open your mouth and talk.
2: Yep. <laughs> I liked it. So well done. Everyone Everyone got their own uh, politician on the uh, – do, do you remember who you were? I was the Ukraine – Yes. Yep.
3: Vladimir Zulensky. Yep. Just our fearless leader. I,
2: it was sure. a real pump-up, actually. Not, it wasn't a I'm roast, that gonna, one. I think you meant we were getting invaded from everywhere, <laughs> but anyway. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. He is a fearless leader, uh, in the Ukraine Prime Minister one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. We'll get to the Nash in a moment. James is on the line though. I believe from Point Cook. Welcome to Off the Bench this morning, James.
4: Thanks, team. Uh, so there's a couple of names you were just mentioning, Bernie Sanders, and I thought uh, a politician that comes to mind who might be the political equivalent to the Spotify founder is Abe Lincoln, who certainly had a lot of knockbacks, including you know assassination attempts losing a wife and you know, lost multiple election attempts before he eventually got the, uh, the gig um, in the White House. And um, you mentioned Sanders, Bernie Sanders. Uh, Colonel Sanders comes to mind as the food equivalent of someone that was persistent and uh, had some resilience to finally get his product accepted into store as well. I just
5: thought I'd uh, throw you.
2: those into the mix. Thank as, you. Uh, Thank you, James. Yeah. Look at what you've done. You've sparked a whole Mate, new tone of... We've had 16 years of irreverence <laughs> here, and you've come along, and all of a sudden we're taking intense calls. <laughs> it's good,
3: though, because yeah, people <laughs> just see the success at one end, and they don't understand the, the, the struggles and the journey of some, yep. not others. You know, <laughs>
2: One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. I went back over your mum story and, and Usain Bolt inviting you in to break your three year suspension at the Birdcage. But how would you th- how would you be received there today if you turned up? Do you are you at, are you at the point of Birdcage where you're universally welcomed and accepted? Are you still a little bit on the nose? Think, are you seen as part of the social set now, or are you still kind of the anti-establishment to, guy? Time, how do you how do you see your social profile? Well, time
3: moment? heals all wounds. I'll say that yep. to start with. I I definitely see myself as I don't get any invites to any of the marquees. I I can see that, yeah. But there's an understanding that if I do rock (laughs) up, they let me in under duress. Yep. But they welcome me not with open arms.
2: The those on the door sort of look at you and say, "I know you're going to end up in here somehow. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a choice here whether to beat." To be defiant, yeah. and then, and I know he's going to come back at me, or yeah. whether I just wave him through. So I never get and deal with it later.
3: I never get too upset when I check um, my emails or my letterbox yep. in the months leading up to Derby Day because I know now that the invites from all those great places they're not going to come. Yep. But I will be there.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> one, one on the politics for you. The suggestion is you're more, um, uh, well, tags and you both more like Bob Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> kind of larrikin and gets away with it a bit more than they should uh, the Nash is with us, we'll get some early markets and then we'll get your uh, dog's commandments after the break for sports bets, same race multi, we combine multiple runners in the same race for, for bigger odds, conditions apply as we welcome you in Nash any early market movers today ahead of the Victoria Derby
0: well the Derby's going to be a ripper and Berkeley Square's the favourite at $3.40, that's where it opened up sharp and smart going for four in a row at three fifty, in from three ninety. Mr. Maestro going for four in a row as well. Six out to seven. And Pericles, which I don't mind, fourth up for James coming $7.50. It opened up at $8.50. Uh, best of the day for me comes up in race eight, number 14, La Crique. It's $2.20 in from 3.10 at the moment. And uh, just a, a one at bigger odds. Race three, number 14, Melbourne Storm is about 19. I think it's a pretty good each-way play today.
2: Thanks, Na- thanks, Nasher. We'll talk to you at ten fifty this morning. Nathan Brown joining us from Sportsbet there as well. Just a couple off the temper text this morning. The forty wings temper text before we go to the break. What was the name of the Spotify show again? The actual name?
3: Um, uh, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can't, can't exactly
3: can't preview it. it. If you go to Netflix the name. and search Spotify, it'll come up.
2: Yep. Yeah. If you know what it is on the forty wings, just temper let text, us know. You've reviewed a show you don't know the name of. <laughs> I thought the people it, were.
3: It's Starby Day. You know we've got is we've it got a head sort of. Halfway,
2: <laughs> Yeah, right. We'll get to the name after the break on Off the Bench. Right around Australia, it's great to have your company on Derby Day for Tire Power Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. He went Off the Bench right around Australia. It is great to have your company for Tire Power. The buying power puts a power in your lane. The McSpicy range at Macca's. Can you handle the heat? McDonald's, of course, great partners of the VRC, and you'll see them very active on track right around the week as well. one three hundred twenty three fifty five. 2355 48 is the IMR Tradies Insurance Open Line. one 2355 48 The name of the show is The Playlist. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Um, And in fairness to Zipper, he had it up on the screen. I wasn't sure if it was a new segment about the start or not. Or whether it was reflective of our start this morning. So I didn't read it out, but it's The Playlist. Yes, of course. Uh, Do I take Tony from Endeavour Hills very quickly before we get into our Saturday list? G'day, Tony. Morning. How are you going? Good, Tony. Yeah, this day, every year, I reflect on my grandfather, Jack Ross,
0: uh, in 1970. He owned a racehorse and only won three races and uh, won three derbies in the one year. The VRC derby, the Queensland derby and the Sydney derby. Wow. What year was that, yeah. Tony? 1970. Silver Sharp.
2: Wow. What a performance. And uh, your dear grandfather? Uh,
0: yep, he owned the Flagstaff Hotel, oh, which is now uh, which is in Bridges, I think.
2: Fantastic, do you Pause and reflect today, and remember him.
0: Yep, that's what I'm doing every year. I do this. We've got photos of you know they they travelled over to England and met the Queen, and that was all with it because of that horse. And uh, we've got all photos of them over at Epsom, and that.
2: Good on you, Tony. Will you go out today, or you stay home and watch it on the telly? Listen to no, no, no.
0: Yeah, I'll be on, watching on telly. It used to go years ago, but not anymore.
2: Good on you, Tony. Congratulations to you, to your grandfather and his memory. Thanks, mate. Tony from Endeavour Hills joining us this morning off the bench. It's Saturday list time, uh, dog. Time for
1: the Saturday list, thanks to Deliverit. Deliver it can implement a digital menu, online ordering, and at table ordering within days. Free setup and fast turnaround. It's the Saturday list.
2: And Deliverit, trusted by Victorian restaurants for over 25 years. It is Saturday list time. Uh, one through nine today, starting yeah. with nine counting up to one and it, it's the dog's commandments of Derby day.
3: And I hope this helps you, um, strategically move your way through the day. Yep. It, it's meant to help you. So you,
2: you think a lot of people don't think plot their way through.
3: They, they don't. And yeah. and for many, many years I did neither. And I had to learn all these lessons the hard way. <laughs> so the first one I'll say is you're going so to be. Num- number nine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We're going nine up to yeah. one. Number nine. It's a really simple one. Yep. But you're going to run into a lot of people out there that you know, you, you, you half know, yep. you've, you've met them, but you've forgotten. So yep. you need to word up a friend of yours. Have a go-to friend. That you've told in advance. that um, He's the reminderer. Yeah, so you, you see someone coming, you're not quite sure of their name, yep. just a little bit, oh, what is it? I'm not going to go with it straight away.
2: Yeah. You go, early. This is Jack.
3: This is Jack. Yep. And he sticks his hand out and says, oh, I'm Jack. And you then say, Craig, good to see you, Jack. And then... Yeah, hey, Craig, and, hey, then you reach,
2: and then you reach for their name really quickly afterwards. Really quickly. Yeah, like I thought, you, I were you were about knew to. Yeah, Craig, yeah, yep. So you've got, you got to have your go to mate that plays that role. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think that's a crucial one.
3: It's a selfless role, but. Um, I
2: reckon a good two or three back overs to just to like, you just drown them in their name for next minute correct. or two, just to make, you know, I reckon that's the play. It's a really simple yep. strategy, you but a lot it. often yep.
3: it, it gets well, it's. It's unavoidable
2: to people you haven't seen for three years. I'm with you, number nine. I thought it should have been higher, to be honest.
3: Um, Number yep. eight. Yep. Again, there's going to be a lot of people on track. hundred thousand. Yep. They're going to be texting you, "Hey, mate, where are you? Let's catch up." Yep. Um, avoid specific time. Oh, I'm with you on this. So, yes, yeah, mate, love to catch you later yep. after race seven.
2: Yep. Um, but the you... racetrack is not a place for a clock. Difficult. It's a place for what's on next. Yeah. Next to go. No clock. And when you got someone who's fastidious and says, "I'll meet you at two thirty for a drink," it, it can play on your mind in the in the heat of the battle. I'm mm. with you on this. There's no place for a clock at the racecourse. Number you, eight.
3: You might be mid conversation. Yes. You might get caught on your way there with the best intentions in yes. your fifteen you run into twenty minutes. Someone late. And you
2: go, i going to go." Oh, he's, he's quite he's stick. Your, he's, you're a stickler for time. This guy. Correct. Got to be there at two thirty. I'm with you. No time commitments. There's going to be a lot of uh, number seven. A lot of people
3: out there on the track today, and and some are, are going to be trying to approach uh, some some women and tell them, you know, I I love your dress. Yep. That just comes across as you know a little bit awkward, a little bit untoward. Yep. What's a way around that? But if you then follow that up with something that shows a little bit of knowledge in the topic, yep. so I love your dress. Is that Thurley? Is that an Oscar De La Renta? Geez, you must have been dressed by Lana Wilkinson today, the way you look beautiful,
2: right? You throw a brand or two in. Yeah, or... Even if it's not that brand, no, you, you, don't, you, you don't get held accountable You've got no idea. Yeah.
3: Jeez, is, is that a is that a peplum you've got with a dress, right? And they then laugh and yeah. think, have a listen to this idiot. Yeah.
2: But it breaks the ice. The ice is broken. Yeah. And you don't come
3: across, you know, as a fool.
2: That's risky. You need to be, you need to be like a, you, well, just Google a few names. I don't think you go with that on debut. You got you need to be have, have been around the block a few times at the races before you start rolling out brands. Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm a big uh, Oscar You're de la Renta guy, seasons. you know, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is the, the, the Number top echelon. Um, group quaddies, you know, Number if you six, go out yeah, there today, must. don't be selfish. Don't go up and put your own yep. quaddie on and come back with a ticket and go, oh, guys, have a look at this.
2: But avoid the, I'll fix you up later, but count me in guy. Yeah, because they don't exist. They, 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 the chance of getting square on those is very, very, very low.
3: They're the guy that never follows up to pay you, no. but if you do
2: land the quaddie. First in the queue. Uh, and they want the cash on the day. Correct. Yep. yep. So we've all got all, a mate we've like all that. All met them. Group quaddies. Download the quaddie app, by the way. You can get camels quaddie this morning. You've got to be Number op- five. Well. <laughs> Not big on the numbers, are hey. you? Number five. Be
3: opportunistic. Yep. Uh, try your luck areas. into sneaking into areas. A champagne yep. bar here, the birdcage there. Yep. If you don't try, yep. you don't know. I agree, and you'll be you'll be quite surprised at how lax security yep. are.
2: A few, a few, I think a few to think about in that area. If you are not sneaking, I think uh, being over familiar, uh, the quarterback sneak, yeah, just yeah. literally just quarterback sneak. I reckon it's always underrated the quarterback yep. sneak, and look like you're the person who's actually in charge because there's always that seed of doubt in the security's mind that you might actually be correct. They uh, nine times out of ten think you're not. But just that one out of ten is your friend, I reckon, sometimes. As a, from my back, I retired 15 years ago, as you know, <laughs> from memory. Um, so I'm up to number everyone through here. Yeah. Come on, move through, guys. Just give it a little bit of over-demonstrative. over, over demonstrative. Yep. Rush them through. Yep.
3: Um, so number four. Yep. Find your spot your, your location that you can base yourself throughout the course must. of the day. It's yep. a must. You no, say it's... to all your friends, this is where we're going to be. Yep. And then you can go off and do your little individual things, but we always come back here.
2: Yeah, Base is important. I'll go a step further. Chair real estate. Take available chair, sacrifice jacket, be cold to sac- to get the chair real estate. Remember with chair real estate, yep. this, like if you own know, you a bar of 100 people with 16 chairs or 20 high tops. Yeah. Real estate is key. It is. And you can always upgrade your chair if a better one becomes available, but it's very hard to get in the chair market. Correct. So I always think chair real estate is key on the base.
3: Really good point. I I, I didn't I oversaw that point, so I didn't...
2: You, when you get there today, have you seen an available chair, jacket on back, just spread a few phone charges or things out, just make yourself very comfortable, and then you've got a base to defend from.
3: Do you think there's any... Way that you put the jacket on the back of a chair, yep. and someone else can claim that throughout the course of the no, day at all?
2: It's a it's a it goes back generations. The chair, yep. the jacket is is ownership trump card, it's ownership. yeah. And it's also, it's a it's a it's a friendly position to to start the uh debate.
3: What about though if you just gradually knocked the jacket off, so it was on the floor, and then when they came back and said, "Hey, you're sitting in my chair, you go, oh, mate," well. The, the jacket was on well, the see, ground. Only, I wasn't only
2: know. you'd try that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually seen anyone rail against the chair. Really? So yeah, okay.
3: Yeah. Um, number three, yeah. get a photo in front of the roses and the Flemington sign because if you didn't do that, you didn't go.
2: It's just the right thing to do, you think? Yep.
3: I think you'll see them You're lining up. You're an
2: Instagram, though. You're an Insta story guy. I'm not an Insta story guy. Yeah,
3: but it's just good memories, you know, for future years. Future years. Yep. You'll see a lot of people lining up for that. Specific yep. photo.
2: They'll be on today. So you break that as high as three. That's three. Yeah. That's
3: a, Yeah, it's a must. Um, number two, I know that Derby Day is a black and white themed dress code. It is. But I believe you can wear whatever you want. You can go rogue. I don't believe in tradition, especially attire.
2: You're an anti-establishment guy. A little bit. <laughs> so
3: um, I've got a sort of navy blue jacket. Have you really? And
2: and, and suit. Yeah. So you, you reckon don't ignore the custom. Yeah, I didn't even really know that there were specific uh, – my partner Claire's big on this. Yeah. I had no idea. For years, I was just rolling in. Yeah. yeah. Where, is there it's not like a website where you can check these things? Nah, is
3: but Derby Day's always black and white.
2: Yep. But we've got to move – But there's one for Cup Day now and Oaks, and how do you know?
3: Exactly. Yep. So, therefore, you just do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> and and, th- no, this, is, and roll, this is – number one. This is a big one for me in particular. I know a lot of people go to the races and don't like to have a bet or whatever – but place your bets over coffee in the morning because there's been situations before that yeah. I've been at the track.
2: Social. Oh, I forgot that was running. Correct. Yep. Or
3: there's so many people in the one area, yep. it's so densely compact that the communications, are, you can't get into your app. You can't scroll through and look at your field. Yep. You can't get your bets on. Yep. And you're getting increasingly frustrated and anxious and nervous yep. because
2: your you tip yeah. that you're
3: going to put on, you know, for race four. Someone's and relying
2: just... on you. So. yeah, I'm big on this too. Get, <coughs> within your means, in the morning.
3: Always responsibly. Yep. But then they're on. You know they're and on. And
2: then you're not re- actually retrading them either because you're just laying out your budget for the day as Correct. opposed to reinvesting what you don't have, right?
3: There's been one occasion at the Magic Millions. I got a tip from Danny O'Brien. He tipped me yep. on the Thursday. Yep. I
2: waited until three minutes
3: before jump, before yep. I went to place my bet, and I couldn't get couldn't, on. Couldn't get on. Only to see this horse bolt in at four to one. Oh, no. And, I mean, I only have myself to blame, but it's, it's not a great way to start the day if you, if you, you miss a bet well, that they, they you should ru- have It ruins played. your whole day. So and they're also, my commandments. It
2: also speaks to the theory of there's no, no clock at a race course. If your bets are on in advance in the morning,
3: does Nothing matters.
2: It does not matter what time it is. Oh, so one more you missed, I reckon. Yeah. If you have a role in your WhatsApp or punners club, yeah, hand it over today. Don't don't play that role on venue. Okay. You, you're just, you're letting yourself down. You're letting your mates down. You got You got to bring in the two I see today. Right. Yeah.
3: In charge of the punners club yeah. or whatever. Just even if hand you're be it over. rostered
2: on, just trade it out for another day because you don't. You're not in. You're not. You know. You're not. You're not in, in, in control of the group. Yeah. And then. And then you're held accountable for things that go wrong. And you wake up the next day and go, oh, I got caught talking for 20 minutes. Again, no clock on the race course. Yeah. There we go. No, it's a good one. dog's commandments. I like it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The friend
2: friend strategy at nine, uh, the avoid time commitments, the dress brands, the group quality, the opportunistic areas, the base, the roses, the the anti-establishment on the dress code and the bets on in the morning. Is the dogs' commands? We'll put that up on uh, our off the bench team. You also hear the first segment, the famous lost first segment. You can hear this morning on our off the bench uh, podcast as well. Third person self congratulator of the year is up next on off the bench. Off the bench around Australia, there be well good feedback to Brown. Dogs' Commanders day. The phone charger was the missing piece, of course, in the strategy around that. The Signet is the way to get around that. By the way, if you haven't uh, already worked that out, magnificent. Right, uh, let's go. It's time now for
1: the Malcolm Blight snap. Medal for the third-person self-congratulator of the year. One, two, three.
4: I'm just a content king. You've actually won a medal, haven't you?
2: a festival Ferris. I, yeah, I, I think it's called the Malcolm Blight Medal. Oh.
6: All the effort behind the scenes. Yeah. It's like, I'm like Mayweather. I'll just come here and make magic happen. Things are going
2: really well. Like, really, really well. Actually, we're killing it. We're airborne. You get Dwayne's word on Twitter. You can get Dwayne
4: Russell on Twitter. You can get Dwayne Russell on Instagram if you want to have a look at, you know, whatever I'm doing. Have a day time. Have
2: a day time, all right. He's right there in the, he's on the sixth line of betting at the moment. 145, Blight. 134, Fitzmagic. Tag at 113. Old mate, pick 67. And the Brown Dog having a good year, 57 in fifth spot. Your best year yet. Of course, uh, going beautifully at the moment. Uh, this is into its uh, eighth year. 30-vote uh, week, must be said. Kane Corns, he's run off to New York, but he runs into the votes here with two. To get into the New York Marathon, you have Mm. to tick off certain criteria. Is that right?
3: Yeah, I was fortunate.
7: I went across in 2019 and did the half marathon. Um, And as you know, Kingy, I'm
2: pretty fast.
7: So that got me a qualifying (laughs) time. Well, you're pretty quick. I'm pretty
2: pretty fast. So that got me a qualifying time. There you go. Two votes to Kane Corns to kick us off. Four votes. Tim Gossage for this. I was a wicketkeeper, believe it or not, Six oh. foot seven. I, and I was big down the leg side stumping. And I
3: don't know if you know, Josh, oh. three weeks in a row, nine for eight, seven for one, seven for none. How old were you at Gossage? I was, uh, I was um, nine playing under 12s. It <laughs> you were nine, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing up, and I've got the trophies to prove it, okay? And they're with my mum ah. and dad. And they're more available when we do a tour of the Gossage household. Yeah. You're more than welcome to come and have a look.
2: Four votes, no yeah. doubt about it.
3: Any trophy won uh, under 13 years of age? Irrelevant.
2: irrelevant. I, I <laughs> Four votes. So yours, tra- you, Campbell. Yes, Mate, what? You. you. Play Tomo. the music, Tomo. It's going to bolt in. Look at the big screen
3: because this race is over. So we're tipping the card, baby. God damn it. This could be my greatest achievement. $3.70. <laughs> lightning flash comes second. It was well-backed, but they left the money in the bag because they didn't follow the brown dog.
2: (laughs) Four. trophies under 13 are irrelevant. That's another (laughs) another pearl of wisdom from the brown dog this morning. Uh, Six votes. Gee, he's done it. He's done it. David Taggart moves from 113 to 119 on the back of this.
6: Come on, my son. Come on, St. My Milo, on, you cap. can't win. Come on, cap. Cap. on, on St. Bathens. Here we go, baby. Here we go. The text is on. Best of the day. Took an odds on, Pop. Never take me on. Never take me on. That's why i the number one tipster in the industry. Come <laughs> on, my son. Anyone that can listen, I'm here.
3: <laughs> oh, David Gately and Mark Hunter <laughs> yeah. and Dean Lester all yeah. say
2: hi. <laughs> number one in the industry. <laughs> He's the best industry, there you go. But two lots of seven to finish with. Yeah, I couldn't go past, well, he brings up his 150, he's well out in front, he kicked another bag of seven, the great Malcolm Blight, 152. Yeah, I must say, I did call for a little while, I did special comments for years and years and years. I actually called a final series in Melbourne uh, some years ago. I saw Phil Carmen play as- and I actually played a year with him. He came to North Melbourne in 1982. <laughs> he played, I played four forward, and he played forward pocket. And in fact, I actually swapped jumpers yeah. with Peter Bedford. He wore thirteen, oh, and so did I yeah. in a state game. I've, yeah. got, I've got a thirteen jumper from him uh, when a brown officer. Yeah. and also yeah. Damien. Oh, thanks yeah, for we'll th- yeah, thanks for asking where mine are. Yeah, mine are at the MCG actually in the <laughs> your, your Hall of Fame Museum.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Seven, but a drum roll to finish. Uh, we wish him well today. He's the best man for the occasion. That can't be disputed. He's uh, one of the best toasts Australia's produced, probably. But he moves from 14 to 21. I tell you what, when he gets on a roll on the PR circuit, the names can drop. I speak of one Edward Maguire. Bruce McAvaney, who
8: is just mm. a genius at what he does. And uh, Bruce and I were out for dinner the other night and we were talking yesterday and laughing about the, the last time we worked on the Melbourne Cup together. He was calling it and I was at the Barrier. You know, last night I was at a function and with Danny O'Brien and uh, James Cummings and Ed Cummings and, and and all the the international trainers. And tomorrow, for example, Kingy, I'm going to be doing an interview with a, a a young trainer. He had a bit of success as a football coach called uh, Dennis Pagan. <laughs> and Sir Alex Ferguson is going to be there, I think, on Tuesdays. and the fabulous Francesca
2: Camoni as well. There you go. If there's a couple. You Can drop drop a name on a roll. He's as good as he's ever, probably he's ever produced. Sir
3: Alex Ferguson going Tuesday. Yeah, that's well, good he's, in,
2: he's in Sydney. I saw he's at Macarthur yesterday. The is, is that right? club. Yeah.
3: I'm going to um, I'm to try and that's your hustle, yeah, yeah, hustle a photo with Sir that's Alex. Your, that's your tag. Read his book.
2: Yeah. You can bring him into our marquee if, you, if you've seen him. Yeah, Sir Alex.
3: He, threw a, he kicked a boot off the floor and it, it cut David Beckham's face. Do you remember that? That was the start of their rift. Was it really? Yeah.
2: I didn't, I'm not, I've saw a documentary on him on a plane recently, but I didn't see that bit, but uh, I'll refresh myself.
3: Oh, that's my goal for there
2: Tuesday. Go. Um, so sorry to all the parents out there listening who were so proud of their kids under the age of 13. who <laughs> have got a trophy. Campbell's deemed them irrelevant, 13 and under. Oh, boy. Margaret's after 10. whole lot more to come. And more of your calls on the IMAR Trading Insurance Open Line.
1: Off the Bench for mackers, the McSpicy range of mackers. Can you handle the heat? And tyre power, where family safety rates number one.
2: And a big warm welcome if you're dialling in for the first time around regional Australia in particular, wherever you might be listening through Voice FM in Ballarat, the mighty KLFM in Bendigo. Of course, uh, if you're listening through the Super Radio Network in New South Wales and Southern Queensland, the SEN Track Network or beyond, You're listening to Off the Bench. It's great to have your company. And Campbell Brown is in the chair today for Old Mate Picks, who's away on the Bintang Singlet. For the McSpicy Ranger Magus, can you handle the heating for Power? Australia's biggest independent tire retailer? Hello again to you, the man affectionately known as the dog.
3: Uh, great to be here, Hutchie. Appreciate the call up and um, I hope he's enjoying himself over there sunning sunning himself
2: pickups. Yep. I can almost uh, run the routine of what the each day looks like. The same it'll be like groundhog day. <laughs> the same thing will have at the same time every day. <laughs> the body loves routine. <laughs> yes. Old oh, mate Pixie, he'll get up. I got you. <laughs> There'll be tacos in the afternoon. There'll be beer o'clock at three o'clock, sometimes two.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> There'll be a bit of fresh air involved, 10.30, 12.30, 2.30, and uh, then he'll end up in the singlet by the pool of our five. Anyway, we, we hope he's having a good time. Our sports update, by the way, is for Omnia Specialties, experts in soil health and crop nutrition, uh, and all happening this weekend. We've got Derby Day today, Melbourne Cup on Tuesday, the T20 World Cup. If you just tuned in, washed out last night Australia and England. It was a disaster. It was there and uh, it was a disaster. And then New Zealand versus Sri Lanka at 7 o'clock and India versus South Africa tomorrow. And then the NBL tonight, Illawarra and Melbourne at 5.30 and then Sydney and Cairns at 8 o'clock. So a ripping weekend of sport for Omnia specialties experts in soil health and crop nutrition. Contact your local specialist agronomist today. And uh, the Perth Wildcats beaten by a point last night, Brownie. Were you upset? Stayed up for that and uh yeah, no, it was uh annoying to be honest. Mm. Do you get angry? I was frustrated last night. Yeah. We're in front with twenty seconds to go, fifteen seconds screaming to go. Screaming at the tally sort of stuff? Not, or? not screaming, but just you know, watching and thinking, Oh, here we go. This too, surely you're not gonna it's happened twice with the uh. Southeast Phoenix. Then the Creek makes two Creek was fantastic, makes two points, and we're down by one. We get the last shot of the game and they room out a lot when that situation. They, oh. <laughs> they had a little bit of luck along the way, but so it goes. It's 10 past 10 pretty much now, uh, Brownie. So you know what happens at 10 past 10? I certainly 10? do. Yep.
3: We call Margaret.
2: Yep. At 10 past 10 on a Saturday morning, she no longer needs to call us. We call her.
9: Campbell Brown, lovely boy. There was a dog on the field, but there you go. <laughs> and all those boys, those blue boys running around with beautiful haircuts. Hello, Margaret. Hello, Carol. Hello. 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 <laughs> I've been watching bowls. Be interested in how I put down some beautiful bowls from the chair. And apologies to Miles. I did think his name was Andrew. <laughs> I loved you, Miles. It's time for a magic moment with Margaret. <laughs>
2: And we're going for the uh, ultimate intro today because of that famous first line.
3: (laughs) It's the perfect way to be described. Imagine being a lovely boy on the field and a dog off it. That'd be terrible. (laughs) So, thank you, Margaret.
9: Morning, sweetheart. (laughs) Good morning. I'm sorry, Campbell, for that, but you know, you were a devil on the ground. Oh, I know. You never have to
3: apologise, Margaret. You
9: were. You were. We had to really hold our breath when you were after us, I tell
3: you. Especially the Carlton boys. I loved getting after them.
9: I know. I know you were, you were. Anyway, but you were still a good footballer, Campbell. I always put that in. A lovely
2: boy, but a never. dog on the, field. How, have you the been? field. How have
9: you been, Margaret? Not too bad. A, a, I had a great week, listened to all the cricket, but a bit disappointed with the washouts. But uh, feel, can't help but feel sorry for the Pakistanis. My God, can you believe they got beat on the last ball each game? I, I was really excited uh cricket, but um, never mind. <laughs> They'll live again.
2: Have you, enjo- uh, have you enjoyed having w- it on the radio? When are we going to play? Have you enjoyed having it on the radio every night?
9: Oh, loved it, loved it. Yes, ra- really great. Really great. Mm.
2: The drama. Oh, of...
9: Gossie's been fabulous. I like love listening to him. Do you really? Hello?
2: Yes. Can you hear us, Margaret?
9: No, I can now very crackly, but I can. I'll strain oh. my, my ears up. Sorry,
2: sorry, <laughs> sorry. But I was saying, you, you think Tim has done a good job?
9: Oh, he's done a mighty job. Really, really good. Him and, and uh, Hoggy, I think so, I'm with him, yep. isn't he? Yep. Yeah, they're good, quite good. Quite good. Gossy makes it exciting.
5: Mm.
3: Mar- Margaret, what about? I've, I've enjoyed it. the The Australian cricket team, especially the top order, I'm sure that some of them would have been happy that there was a washout last night, such as their I their bet form they would at the have
9: been. I bet they've been. I bet their knees are worn out, but l- praying. <laughs> what? I bet they've really they've got to. It's too late to change now. I mean, they've got to stick with what they've got, and maybe the. Cricket gods will be kind to them and give them a few runs, but uh, I, I was worried. I was worried about the game, but uh, when it was a washout, I was sort of pleased. But I thought, oh, not really. It's better to get it over and done with and see how they're going. But uh, what will happen now? Will they just get points each for that game, or will they replay it?
2: No, they won't replay it. Is my understanding? So it's just it's a split. It's points. points. They're in a bit of a split spot. A, a Bit oh. of a spot, aren't they? The Aussies from here.
9: Well, they're lucky to get out of it that way, I think.
3: What words of advice would you be giving the top order? If, if you could sit down with them right now, what do you say to, you know, Glennie Maxwell and uh, Aaron Finch and Mitch Marsh? Give us some inspiration.
9: Well, well, they've just they've got to really, really s- concentrate. Concentrate and, and, and think big. I mean, God, that's... You really, got to concentrate. That's what. Well, what can I say to them? You know, that's concentrate. For God's sake, look where you're stepping. Forget those stupid sweep shots all the time. <laughs> Play proper cricket. Turn the bat out. Give us the face of the bat. Let's look at it. Let's look at the bat. And
2: do you want Smith, and, uh, Smith back in?
9: I don't think Spitz's a T20 player myself. He pokes around too long. And, you know, you can't poke around for half an hour to get going. You've got to get going right from the word go. Uh, I don't think he's a T20 player. The only thing is he runs. He keeps running and running and running. and They might mount up. No, I think that there's plenty of good cricketers out there, you know, that can slog away and they're waiting for the... For, for the uh, for the nod, and they're not getting it, it's, and there's quite a few of them. We know them as D- McDermott, there's there's Philip and there's uh, there's a few players out there that could that could be trained into this spot. The, uh, I think uh, um, our boy's over the hill. Finch is over the hill, really. It's a lovely fella, nice like the dog on the field, <laughs> but a nice fella. See, just before, on the other, Hopeless on the ground.
2: <laughs> on the other teams. Um, just a word, if you can, on your observations on India and their effort, Pakistan and uh, their failings. Mm. and then any of the other teams you've taken a bit of a shine to?
9: Ireland's not too bad. Ireland, I thought they they did very well, Ireland. I thought Netherlands, no, they needn't have turned up. The Prick, Pringle was a drip on the field. He <laughs> dropped a couple <laughs> of spri- catches, just fell out of his hand <laughs> like putty. You know, Pringle was a drip. But uh, so the Netherlands needn't have turned up, I don't think. Uh, Zimbabwe, uh, they're, they're hanging in there, they're all right, but uh, no. What about. Like, well, uh, and as for India, uh, well, they're really switched on India. That Kohli, I'm sure he's got batteries running through him all the time. I'm over him a bit, but uh, he loves himself. He loves Coley best. However, he's a good cricketer and he concentrates. You think
2: he's a bit fond of himself?
9: Oh, he loves himself. Oh, do you see when he takes the catch, he turns straight to the crowd. You know, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah, he does. He does. He loves himself, Coley. They love him too. And no doubt I would too if he was Australian.
2: uh, Last one on the cricket. The Tim, May, Tim Payne story, who's a great favourite of yours, of course, he rang you on your birthday on your 90th, has emerged yes, this week. He talked he about did. his pain at the way he feels he was treated. We heard a bit more about the insights into that during the week. I'm not sure if you heard much of it or not, but what what are your, what are your thoughts? I did
9: hear it, yes. What do you think? Well, I think that they did hang him out to dry a bit. I don't think that it should have been brought out like they did, and I don't think he should have been... I don't think he should have sacked been sacked or or him retire tire like he did. I think they did hang him out to dry a bit. I didn't think there was a great deal in it to tell you the truth. He's a nice bloke and a good cricketer and by God we've missed him.
2: We 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 really have. He's a, he's a good man. So I'm sure he'll
9: We really have and we couldn't we do it with him now at the moment when this this damn covid's about and yeah, okay. And maybe it was a good thing it was washed out last night because I don't think uh, Wadey could have been too crash hot if he's got symptoms of COVID.
2: So weird seeing I was there last and night. And then
9: Samba coming back after four days, so he wouldn't be on top of the world either. So maybe it was a, maybe we're lucky to get split points.
2: Seeing him walk around on the ground in the mask was so weird. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it's still an adjustment to the to the mind a little bit. I think. Yeah. Now um, the the race is unfortunately. Uh, margaret Banner scratched today. It uh, was the second emergency, so we'll, we will get it another run, though. So don't worry; it'll get it'll have another run at some stage, and then we'll work through the next plan together, you and I, as the owners. Uh, but cup week, how do you feel about the? What do you like in the cup? Have you had a look?
9: Well, I'm going to back Campbell's Good thing. Cross. What was the cross, Campbell? What was the name again? Kings Crossing. Yes.
3: Thank you, Margaret. King's Crossing. I'm going to have a go at that. Have a little have a little each-way go at
5: that phantom $40. Bookie,
9: my phantom bookie bookie said, look, you can have what you like on it, and I will. I'll splurge. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I'll will you, splurge on will it. you
2: have a real bet, or will you get the scooter out and go down to the local shop? Or what well, I am going
9: to have a real bet today because my neighbour, a lady up the road has befriended me, and uh, she... And she tells me, she told me that her daughter has an account, uh, I think something like you can have, she's got an account with the phone. And she said, if I'd like to have a bet on the races today, that she'll put it on for me. And I said, oh, I'd love to. So I'm going to have King's Crossing. Righto. Is there anything else I should have a go at?
3: (laughs) I think in race number one, Margaret, if you're going to be really keen, um, Good friend of mine uh, has got a horse called Tijuana, um, and it's been yep. racing brilliantly. This preparation was, you know, it wasn't too far away last start in the Caulfield Guineas. So, I think it at four dollars forty. Jump from barrier two, okay. go forward. It'll be a, it'll be the one that they've got to run down.
9: Okay, that'll do. That'll do. Now that sounds good. That's a good aim because our little jockey that rides Margaret, her name is Tia. Tia something like that.
2: Tiani, yeah, and then anyway. uh, ironically, you gave her the Tijuana in, off the <laughs> from riding the horse.
5: Oh, <laughs> did, did, you, did you kick little Chapman got, off?
9: Shush! The- <laughs> Listen, <laughs> do you know what I did? Do you know what I did this week? Uh, the Rocky took me back to where I used to live and have a look around, and I visited. A, Can I give a plug to a bakery? Yes. A bakery in Hay Street, Pascoe Vale, a suburbia block turned into a bakery. You know, the next-door neighbours and across the road all live there just the same. You can't get into the street for cars at times. But it's not only a bakery now. It's been there for, for as long as I can remember. They started off as young people and then... Their kids took it over, and their their kids and their grandkids, and so on. It's now a delicatessen, a wine shop, a great selection of wines, all in the suburbia street. The Hayes Bakery, what a shop!
2: How good! Did you? Have, what did you have? A vanilla slice? Well, sh-
9: no. The Rocky had a uh, <laughs> uh, coconut rough, little dainty. <laughs> you could serve all sorts of beautiful cakes. He's very plain. With these cakes, a coconut dainty, and and that, that very thin bread cut with the almonds in it. Oh yeah, you know yep. that he had a he yep. bought a packet of that. Went berserk a bit buying in there, spent quite a bit of money. But he bought he bought that, and of course the boys have been talking about the grandmother ham on the radio, uh, Gary and Timmy. I've been buying the grandmother ham for twenty odd years. It's just ham to die for, and of course we bought a few slices of the grandmother ham to take home and their bread rolls it was just delicious well, well done. a beautiful shop to win it. if you're ever yep. out that way you go into the Oh Hayes Bakery
2: well he's good on the fang uh, I knew there'd be something yep. in it for Rocky it, it sound, <laughs> sound a bit suspicious <laughs> I'll take mum back to where she yeah, used to live and right. oh I live and breathe the best bakery in town it sounds like he was uh, going to the bakery did. anyway we... <laughs> good on you
9: Margaret well, well, down, I Margaret. reckon he would have been going to the bakery and you're, you're not a real horse <laughs> owner you're not a real
3: horse owner unless until you've kicked a, a jockey off the horse I'm proud of you.
5: <laughs>
9: <laughs> well, you know, you've got to give them a bit of, bit of, bit of doing, haven't you, Campbell? You, you <laughs> certainly do, if they're not getting you've the got job get done. you to into them and tell them what to do. Not to, not to get boxed in and get out on the outside. And for God's sake, so don't get yourself so stuck on the fence. Not much good doing that. Exactly. And not much good cracking the whip too late either. You've got to give them a little nudge at the right time.
2: Have you got a... Have we got a
9: little song to finish with? A little song this morning. Well, what better could we sing this morning than this? I've got to stop laughing to sing it. When Irish eyes are smiling, sure tis like the morn in spring, in the tilt of Irish laughter, you can hear the angels sing. Well, what a win they had against the palms. I really... Got caught, didn't they? On
2: the hop. Well done. Bye, darling. Have a great day.
9: You too, boy. Good backing, Campbell. Good riding. Bye
2: for now. Margaret from Sudbury joining us in rare form. She's the best. Yeah, absolute best. We love her at the young of heart age of 92. Uh, For Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retail and the magnificent McSpicy range of Mackers, can you, Campbell, handle the heat? This is Off the Bench we was off the bench around Australia for tyre power. Their buying power puts the power in your lane in the McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? And it is a huge time in country racing. Of course, this is the, probably the biggest week of the year in country racing, and that we're very mindful the weather's been a bit of an issue, but we'll catch up with our old mate. It's time for... The
1: country is back racing strong. Support local communities and visit country.racing.com.
2: Back where we belong. Country racing strong. Country racing, we're stronger together. Visit country.racing.com and the count of country racing is one. D. Gelly. Darren Galley joins us and count. Good morning. It's a tricky day on the weather front.
8: sure is. Good morning, uh, Hutch and Brownie. Yeah, what would have been, as you said before, the probably the biggest week of racing across Country Victoria with fifteen to twenty meetings has now been. Uh, I guess, decimated just with the weather, and we've actually got lots of cancellations today and also across the, the, the rest of the, I guess, Cup weeks. So we'll just have to play through it and see how the weather pans out in the next couple of days.
2: So today, we could run through them. Tarongan at this stage is still on, and that, in fact, they will race, I think, the Tyrone today, which would be which would be great, but there's some others that we know are abandoned.
8: Yeah, spot on, uh, Craig. So yeah, Trogan will go ahead today uh, on a heavy track, but it's still good to go. The weather's sort of fine at the moment, but abandoned so far early in the week is the Mortlake Cup today has been officially abandoned and all all, all bets refunded. Same for the Cup, uh, abandoned, which is a real shame. They haven't raced, I guess, properly since about four or five years ago. And then on Tuesday, Melbourne Cup Day, and this may change depending on how much rain these clubs receive in the next couple of days, but at this stage, definitely Langarada and Mansfield have both been in already. Both are you know, heavily inundated with water. But Echuca is going ahead. Now, Echuca, as you know, has been uh, in the news a lot lately. They actually have decided to throw their gates open make it a free day for the community. It's a struggle to get community race day on Tuesday, so fingers crossed they get a chance to race. They're having you know, barbecues, fundraisers, all sorts of things for the community to say, We've had a tough few weeks, but let's band together and actually have a good celebratory day. Bansdale's going ahead, and Mildura, Mildura will be fine regardless. But Bansdale is, I guess, a bit of a nice edge in terms of how much rain they may get across this weekend. So yeah, keep uh, an eye on the socials and just see uh, where those race meetings fall.
3: Darren, they're, they're a pretty resilient lot, racing clubs around Victoria after the last two and a half years of COVID and now with the flooding. Uh, how, how do they continue to to you know get the job done and, and be so optimistic?
8: Well, I just think the, the community spirit, branding, I uh, say, so Echuca and uh, Tatura have been uh, bases for the Australian Defence Force as part of the, I guess, the preparations or the cleanup of the flood. So, mm. those clubs are, are right there. They've had enormous community support. Both tracks are actually in good shape, but just obviously the area is inundated with the floodwaters. So, I guess that's just what they do, mate. They uh, they are a strong Trinity engaged clubs and they have to just keep soldering on. So just on Tatura, we did have to have we did have planned a off the bench marquee there on November nineteenth. Look at the moment they have suspended sales across the board for Tatura Cup on that date, just to see how the next few weeks pan out. As I said, they do have forty five ADF personnel using the race course as a base to help with the relief effort. So We'll just monitor that over the next week or so and see how things go. But uh, yeah, important announcement about what that may turn into be in a few weeks' time. Well,
2: if we can't get there in two weeks, we will certainly uh, put that back on the schedule and re- and repost it. And if there's anything we can do more broadly through um, the Country Racing Network uh, through the next six weeks to support those tracks and clubs, you can count us in, Daz, because it's, uh, it's a super important time and just feels so much for some of these clubs so who've had two years where they haven't mm-hmm. been able to get fans and then they've rebuilt their clubs and their communities and now they're dealing with, with floods. It is. Uh, a remarkable time in life that we're all dealing with. And um, hopefully, Daz, as we, as we see the picnic season come on board, the weather we think has got a rough four or six weeks ahead, but hopefully we can clear up and have a fantastic summer.
8: Yeah, we'd like to think so, Craig, but uh, yeah, as, as you know, the, the picnic season has been delayed again. Mansfield would have been the first day uh, after a couple of the, uh, deletions already of race spinnings uh, at Alexandra and Hillsville, but hopefully they can get away. Yay's probably the likely one in mid November. Again, we'll just keep our ears to the ground and see how that goes. And also, just on uh, kite and cups plan for Wednesday this week. At this stage, the races will be on. It's very wet, so again, there could be a change to that. So, yeah, as you say, we'll gladly take you up on your offer of uh, support when we can, because uh, I know these clubs are desperate to get back and put on a race day and actually get uh, people's minds off the floods and actually have a bit of a good time.
2: Unbelievable, play a very important role in the recovery, no doubt, through particularly through Northern and Central Victoria. You've, you've been famous for finding one on Derby Day, going back many years. Have you got anything up your sleeve for us today?
8: Well, being that it is Derby Day, uh, it's going to be hard to see anything other than the four top in the betting. Uh, but I would love uh, Harry Coffey to actually sneak uh, Skifios into the placing. So he's probably uh, a very uh, long odds to get there, but it will run the trip. The wet weather won't mind him. So I'd love to see a little Skifios or Harry Coffey sneak into the placing sort of an each way play.
3: Isn't Harry Coffey just in career best form at the moment? He's riding sensationally.
8: Yeah, everyone, uh won the Bendigo Cup during the week uh, on a uh, high motion. Uh, I'd love to see him keep that ride for the Cup. Uh, there's a real chance of that. So back-to-back uh, Bendigo Cups for Harry. So you're right there, Brownie. He hasn't ridden anything better at the moment. He's getting lots of rides in town, so uh, it's a great reward for the hard effort and also, I guess, the the fact that he's got to push a, you know, against city uh, club roses uh, makes his life a lot harder for other jockeys, but he's doing a great job. I'll
3: tell you what, last night I was watching Mooney Valley race for you. He was on a first starter for Paddy Payne, Dunkeld. He gave it a ten out of ten to get home. It was just brilliant to watch.
8: Yeah, he's getting some great support from a broad range of uh, trainers, so it's, it's great to see for the, for the work he's been doing the last sort of ten years that we've been involved with him. So hopefully he can stand another Group One, which would be a great uh, on his CV next to come.
2: Well named horse Dunkeld. Have you had the chance to go to Dunkeld? Haven't you, been. You love no, I'd love to. It's magnificent. Tell tell Cam what he can expect next year at Dunkeld, Des.
8: Well, this year, Craig, they had a, a sold out of 10,000 people. It's quite an amazing town. Only 400 people live in the area, but they uh, them in from all over the place, but it's certainly one of the most unique race buildings. There's a beautiful backdrop with uh, Mount Sturge in the background, mate. If you haven't been there, you must get on your bucket list,
2: Braddy. Yeah, I'll, dog, be, I'll be heading there dog, for sure. Dog country, it really is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Well, hold on, Daz. Thank you. Good day. Good day, boys. A good day. Darren Galley joining us. Stronger Together, support local communities. Visit country.racing.com, and you can see and hear... From Daz, the challenges are across the state, but the best people in in uh, at the helm working through it, led by Scott, of course, at CRV. And uh, what what else do you do but plough on and uh, deal with the hand you're dealt? And that's the way of the country people Brownie?
3: Yeah, absolutely. They, they,
2: they uh, get on with it.
3: And the key to Ross too, join country racing. Great, uh, great addition. Hundred percent. Great addition.
2: Speaking of the floods in regional areas, if you uh, next Sunday our WNBL team Bendigo Spirit plays its first game in Bendigo at Red Energy Arena. It's going to be a fantastic afternoon. We've built a great team and can't wait to support the athletes and the team. Uh, we will be uh, doing our bit for flood relief on the day. More details to come on Monday, and we'll be busting some people in from Rochester and from Elmore and from other areas. So fantastic! if you're listening in that area, you can get onto the Bendigo Spirit Facebook page or onto our SEN app and have a look. And we'd love to do our little bit next Sunday to play a role in giving everyone a little bit of a relief from their uh, it's about 45 minutes from Rochester, which has been the probably the hardest hit town. Mm. And the schools are still shut in Rochester, so I'll have lots of the kids along. And I'm um, looking forward to s- uh, spending a day with the community next Sunday in Bendigo at Red Energy Arena. Off the Record is over to you next, Brownie on Off the Bench. You're with Off the Bench right around Australia, it is great to have your company for Thai Power, where family safety rates number one in the McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? Always a big moment of the show. There's 16 years of... Off the record, it's Pix's signature segment. It goes back well while before uh, he and I even joined uh, forces. This is a big obligation. Don't muck it up, Brownie. I hope I'm up to it. Time for
1: off the record for choices flooring. See your floor change in an instant with Room View.
4: Jeff, thanks for your time. Great pleasure, Corn. How are you? can you hear me. <laughs> Can you hear me, back? G'day, I'm
7: Good G'day, Graham. I'm going to thank Craig. To those unbelievable girls. So, sorry, female women.
1: And the bloke from the Bulldogs, Bon Tem... What, what's <laughs> Bon Temple? And they've got Paley Dale and Charlie... Uh, uh, Caleb Daniel. Carolina Plischke is in a sixth season is it too early as a to top, get top coffees,
5: ten.
2: Off the record is for Floors for Living Salon now at Choices Flooring. The Choices Flooring team doing it beautifully around Australia and doing great work in all communities Part of each town that they trade in, A magnificent, uh, inspiring savings on carpet, timber, hybrid, luxury vinyl, window furnishings, and of course, rugs. And the spring catalogue is in now. Go to your local Choices flooring. I'll just sort you out. I'll take care of everything. And, and uh, Dog, the floor is yours. All
3: right. Well, last week, if you were listening, you would have learnt that I aren't too sharp with French-inspired horse names. And everyone laughed at me yep. when uh, I got uh, my tongue twisted. Yep. Well, now that we have learned that Dan Huddy, he's not much better either.
7: Hey, this is a decent field, the invitation. Pretty open and even Blip, Bell.
2: oh, Bell. Placier. Yep. Not his sharpest work there.
3: <laughs> I love it when he gets a bit frustrated himself. Yep. Um, I reckon this talkback caller realized straight away that he'd mixed his words up. He, he did try and rescue the situation, though.
4: Game plan, but I think Brad Scott coming into the club will actually really rejuvenize and galvanize Essendon.
3: <laughs> a little rejuvenize.
4: rejuvenize.
3: Not a bad word. Yep. Um, the next talkback caller, well, he conceded defeat straight away after he stumbled three times on the very same work.
6: In the game. So just to re- reiterate, re- reiterate, re- reiterate my point. I <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> I, I get it. Re- <laughs> now,
3: reiterate. Now, young um, Maxi Becker, he's doing a magnificent job, but he's, yeah. he's got a little bit to learn still, Max. You can't go mentioning the opposition in your weekly crosses.
9: The big story um, in the NBL this week is Melbourne United and Dean Vickerman um, after his comments in the post-game press conference and then on RSN during the week. RSN,
3: come on. That's all right. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> Good now, on him. He's doing a great thing,
5: Max. He is, yeah. isn't he? Magnificent.
3: Yeah. We love him. Channel 10's Candice White yep. uh, got confused during her weather report Um, She made the first mistake and then had to keep running with it.
0: Across Melbourne, cloudy with showers developing in the morning, up to six millilitres forecast in some areas. Rain during the day, up to six millilitres, a top of 16 degrees.
3: Millilitres.
2: Yeah. When you think about it, millilitres make more sense than millimetres. Well, exactly
3: right. Um, She might be onto something.
2: It it might might (laughs) revolutionise terminology. (laughs)
3: Now Kane Corn, so I well, heard a mayor yesterday. Uh, he was talking to Sean. Last day,
2: right for a break. Yeah, I know. He's dangerous. just mentally
3: switched off. Yep. Um, he not only know didn't know that Sean Smith had kids, <laughs> but that they're actually both on AFL and AFLW lists. Joel at Melbourne, Amy at North Melbourne. I'm not sure if you've got children, Sean. But uh, if you've got children, do they play football? Yeah, I've got uh, Joel at <laughs> Melbourne and Amy at North. <laughs> <Jordan>. <laughs> Joel's
2: been on the list that's for eight years. That's first time I've heard that. Eight years <laughs> Joel has been there. I'm not sure if you've got kids <laughs> <laughs> or not. Yeah, who do they play for? Uh, yeah, Joel's been eight years <laughs> at Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Played in the premiership. Oh. Yeah. Can we have one more go? That, that's not, that's just about all time.
3: I'm not sure if you've got children, Sean, but uh, <laughs> if you've got children, do they play football? Yeah, I've got uh, Joel at Melbourne and <laughs> I think he's at North <laughs> Sean had a, he had a giggle, too. I
2: don't think I've ever asked for any, a bit of a... <laughs> Is he on a third? A Just
5: listen to Sean's giggle.
3: I'm not sure if you've got children, Sean, but
4: uh, <laughs> if you've got children, do they play football? Yeah, I've got uh, Joel at
2: Melbourne and... I think it was at North. Uh, so we backed over that
3: three times, so... it was polite the way he handled it, wasn't he? Yeah, very. <laughs> um, Marshawn Lynch, he, he's one of the great American sports characters... But he, I think he was a little bit too relaxed on TV during a cross during a college game recently.
0: You know, I'm from I'm from the Bay Area, but when I look around the stands and I see that these motherf, <laughs> I mean these stands, how they were when we were here.
3: It's very much on really isn't it? That? Yeah, he, he's one of the most laid-back characters you'll ever met. During a game of NFL, I think he openly spoke about going down the race and having a couple of shots of tequila yeah. just to open his lungs.
2: Remember when you had the famous press conference sit-ins when he wouldn't speak? That's right, yeah. 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 Got
3: fined for that. Um, Flash Lithgow clearly wasn't listening to his co-commentator here. Didn't he just say the exact same thing? What we've got
0: time for yes. is, to, and what we should do, i put this to you, is yep. listen to every ball of the last four overs. I've got,
3: well, I've got better than that. We've got the last four. <laughs> You've always got to listen to your co-commentator. <laughs> Can't zoom out. Uh, on Senwa, Scotty Cummings, he was talking about Ross Lyon, and then he bungled his phrase, and well, he felt very silly about it.
2: I'm really interested to see the change in Ross Lyon, and and everyone's suggesting it. it it's a hard one when you're such a competitive beast. Like the old zebra doesn't change his stripes, does he? So it's a <laughs> leopard doesn't change his spots. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like Travis Cloak. The zebra doesn't <laughs> change his <the laughs> <shots>. Ah,
3: <laughs> oh, That is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and semi-hard grapes. Um, yeah. Here to go, at using an analogy about Rossi Lyon. Uh, we're not really sure where he's going with this. This is like the pill in the food that you give your dog. If your dog's like mine, our, our
7: Cavoodle Zoe likes cheese. And when we've got to give her a tablet, we do so because she won't swallow it. She spits it back up unless you shove it right down. You do want to do it nicely. You don't want to cause her any distress, so you wrap it up in cheese and then she gets the pill. So she thinks she's just having this nice bit of cheese when really she's having the pill in the food that you needed to give her and you were trying to slot it in. I'm not saying every Saints fan's like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky,
7: Sam. What was
2: that?
3: Oh, I'm, I'm not sure.
2: Uh, is it worth one more
3: go? We need a bit, of, yeah, a bit more clarity around yeah. that. Let's listen to one more time if it makes any more sense the second time around.
7: This is like the pill in the food that you give your dog. If your dog's like mine, our, our Cavoodle Zoe likes cheese. And when we've got to give her a tablet, we do so because she won't swallow it. She spits it back up unless you shove it right down. You don't want to do it nicely. You don't want to cause her any distress. So you wrap it up in cheese and then she gets the pill. So she thinks she's just having this nice bit of cheese when really she's having the pill in the food that you needed to give her and you were trying to slot it in. I'm not saying every Saints fan's like that.
3: So <laughs> Ross line is the, the pill or the cheese?
2: I think he's the pill wrapped in the cheese.
3: Right. In the that we're seminology. sticking down St Kilda's throat. Yeah. Supporter's throat. Extraordinary.
2: Yeah. Um, only expect to get his dog Zoe.
3: And finally, Sammy Hargraves again. He, he struck for a second time uh, when he rolled with this during the T20 World Cup. Now, Scoob, let's have a listen to how much he gave him.
7: Check how old Aaron um, McCarthy is. Thirty years of age, still young for a Barry. That's young for a Barry, isn't it? Just thirty years. You ponder that one. Real thick edge from Milan, but safe. No help. He didn't uh, really respond to uh... <laughs> Barry's not a, not often a younger person's name. Just is it making a comeback?
10: I was just texting a mate of mine
7: saying, "Do I have to put up with this?" <laughs>
3: Good, but his very, very best radio. You need to sometimes communicate, and he was—he uh, left Sam on an island right then. Yeah, he did. Bill Laurie,
2: Got it! Steve Smith is on four. Should take it. Dolly oh, dropped it. Every other union is Every other
3: union is we will start off with Julian De Stoop.
0: Read over Warnable on Sunday. The free festival from eleven oh. a.m. and with.
3: Brilliant, uh, Bill a Laurie. Shot one. Baseball commentator.
1: Well, if you'd have told Philly
3: fans,
8: you're going to get three off of Musgrove,
3: he said. You got three. Uh, Jared Whateley during the India and Pakistan epic.
2: Listen to the roar. India all over Pakistan. <laughs> oh. Gee, you've been here one minute and, you, and you, you're Bill Laurie and Gerard. <laughs> the great Jared.
3: I demanded that one go in. What about Hutchisaurus here? Oh, here we go. On Off the Bench, it's time
2: to consult the Hatchasaurus. You had a close call today. Lucky I found some palmolive. I'm the last of the philanthropists. interest baby cube. Uh, and on 11, R- Rocky? Is it Rocky or Rake?
3: I've gone after Jared, so I might as well go after the boss. Uh, here's All the right. first one.
2: Okay, well, I'll, I'll, uh, I know you and Mick are both in cohorts on this, so... Uh, well,
9: you're not letting Mickey gear in, anything.
2: Cahoots? Yep, yeah, it would be, better, be <laughs> better, in fairness. And what about, uh, let's
3: have a listen to this second one.
2: Lines ...the debris and the water compose significant risks. Electricity and water is a very dangerous combination, which can cause electrocution or electric shocks even after water uh, subsidies. So, pl- Subsidies? Do you mean subsides? Subsides. Or are we getting a discount? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, there we go, good mate. Pick up. That's a good pickup. That was our choices flooring spring catalog off the record, inspiring savings on carpet, timber, hybrid, luxury vinyl, window furnishings, and rugs. Zipper. I reckon we need a song into the break. Nash will be back right after this to uh, take us inside the markets of today. But uh, Dealer's Choice Nash uh, ahead of Nash Dealer's Choice Zipper as we head into the break. Welcome back to Off The Bench, wherever you're listening, right around Australia for the McSpicy Ranger, Macca's Can You Handle the Heat and Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Time to find a winner now with a national one who joins us from Sportsbet's same race multi. It is, it is, of course, uh, Bet With Mate's Day. Combine multiple runners in the same race for bigger odds conditions, apply gamble responsibly. Nathan Brown, the national one, good morning and welcome. How do you see the meeting at Flemington today? <laughs>
0: Yeah, morning, Hutch. Uh, can't wait to watch the races today. And it must be said the amount of rain, a soft seven is really good for today's racing. So let's start at the Derby. And Berkeley Square has been three dollars thirty. Open up at three fifty, sharp and smart. Three ninety into three fifty. Mister Maestro at seven, and the one I like each way. Um, Pericles at seven fifty for James coming. Uh, has been well supported with us at Sportsbet as well, but Berkeley Square probably run the favourite, but Pericles each
2: way number five looks to be a really good go, Hutch. What do you reckon of Pericles, uh, Nash uh, dog? You give yeah, a oh, it's a chance.
3: Everything for uh, Godolphin is just absolutely flying at the moment, so um, it's in pretty good form. Hey, really strong Derby this year, Nath. Are you happy with the field?
0: Yeah, really strong, really strong. And I'll give you something else. William Buick who's come to race. 20 times he's raced in a Group 3 this year. 10 times he's won a Group 3. So if you're following William Buick today, I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, An amazing jockey with a great strike rate.
2: What about the rest of the card? Take us through some of your other chances today in Flemington.
0: Well, there's a fair bit of money going through um, Sandpaper in race number one. So obviously for Godolphin as well, number two, it's $8.50 into $7.00 at the moment. My man, Julian Valance, even though he's gone, uh, he's left sports, played tennis with him once a week on a Monday, and he <laughs> gives me everything. So race two, he took surefire at $4.60 when it opened. Obviously, there's been so many scratchings in that race. I think there's 39 cents deductions in race number two. Um, but listening to James Cummings this morning, uh, he he gave a big, big push to Allegron which has been five fifty into $4.40 as well. So um, outside those two, in race number two, Warning at nine dollars is probably the next best.
2: And what about Sydney today? A big meeting with the Golden Eagle.
0: Yeah, let's hit up the Sydney uh, with the Golden Eagle
2: and uh, Light Infantry three dollars
0: thirty in from four. Chain of Lightning for Moody. It's been well supported early, but just on the drift a little bit. Five fifty out to six dollars and in the Congo twelve into eleven. I wish I win. Um, 8 dollars out to $12 or anything you like there,
2: Hinge 16 and a 13 You Got anything any, uh, in the Eagle you like, dog?
3: Oh, chain of Lightning, I think just maps to get the absolute perfect ride. And um, Jamie Carr has gone up there, you know, specifically for this one.
2: Big call, is it, with VRC Ambassador Jamie Carr and running in Sydney on... Uh,
3: but if you, can, if you win it and you pick yeah. up, what, $5.3 million, that's a nice yep. little payday for, for Jay Carr. So great race
0: couple of other best of the days, Hutch. Um, race 8 at Flemington, uh, La creek which is last start as a Group 1 winner over the mile. Second place that day, then went on and won a Group 1, and that's my man Julian Valance again. And then the last race of the day, I like Zapoteo. Back to 1,100, six starts at 1,100, three wins, two runners up. I thought 1,200 just got mowed down uh, last start out. So in the last race of the day, it's Zapoteo.
2: Okay, and when in the cricket, we should have a quick look at the T20 World Cup before we let you go.
0: Quick look at the cricket. Hutch, um, New Zealand play Sri Lanka today, thirty nine. Sri Lanka $3. We're up against Ireland next, $1.06, Ireland $9.30, but as we know, they did beat um, uh, England. Now, Australia are $5.50 to win the outright, but uh, to reach the final with $3, so it's going to be tough. Top run score at the moment, Virat Kohli is at three dollars fifty, uh, three dollars sixty to be the top run scorer for the tournament. Virat Kohli.
2: And the overall do you, in the in the tournament, who do you like, and what price?
0: Overall, at the moment, India three dollar favourite, New Zealand four fifty, South Africa five, Australia five fifty, in England six dollars. Going to be tough yards for Australia to make it with the run rate they have got at the moment.
2: Enjoy trackside. Stay out of the social pages. On your knife. Good luck, Nash.
0: A lot of news in the paper today, Hutchwell. Don't congratulate
2: Oh, <laughs> no. Nathan Brown joining us from Sportsbet. <laughs> That'll be enough for Nathan for a while. More off the bench right after 11.
1: Off the bench for Mackers, the McSpicy range at Mackers. Can you handle the heat? Tire power, where family safety rate's number one. And Abco, win your dream getaway only at APCO Cafe 24-7.
2: Last hour's a big one and off the bench as we surge into Derby Day here in Melbourne. Golden Eagle Day in Sydney and the Cup Carnival just three days away from the Melbourne Cup, of course. And uh, plenty of uh, local cricket I reckon, today, too, who'd be perhaps watched out around the state who'd be thinking, oh, a rare day to kind of descend upon the Derby, be it on the track or, of course, in your local... Um, Rubbery dub in the pub, but uh, a ripping day ahead. And Campbell Brown's been doing a beautiful job all through the course of this morning. The dog and he'll be. You're still uncertain.
3: Yeah, game day decision for me. I just want to see clock? what the weather's doing.
2: It's five past eleven, man.
3: I know, I know. I'm going to give it forty five more you know, minutes before I make a game day call.
2: You sound like the curators at the the cricket last night. <laughs> yeah. At what point would that ever get on? We're going to decide by nine forty six.
3: I know. Yeah. It was disappointing yep. um, you know, for the uh, the public that wanted to go there and watch that. Uh, that would have been a cracking game, but I reckon Aaron Finch would have been happy it got abandoned.
2: Yeah, it was a weird old day. I was there last night, as we mentioned earlier, and very weird. Power Corps, by the way, urging people to be prepared if the power goes out due to extreme weather conditions around the state this weekend and, and, and affecting many communities. Rain and flooding continue to present safety risks. A reminder, don't enter floodwaters as they may be fallen, there might be fallen power lines or debris in the water can pose significant risk. Electricity and water is a very dangerous combination. For further advice, just check out com. P-O-W-E-R-C-O-R.com.au, or go to their Facebook page for latest updates. Right, he's got a big day working today too. He's had a big week as well. We saw him during the week, we've had a little bit of fun, and it's time to uh, catch up with our old mate tags.
0: And now it's time to get the tips from our resident five-time Group 1 winning jockey,
10: David Taggart. And the raven's black against the winter's mist Are
2: whispering the half-man song They're whispering the half-man song And you can make the switch to mate, internet and mobile. Mobile plans from just $20 a month. Why wait? Make the switch to mate, and our old mate is Tags, David Taggett. Good morning, old mate.
6: Good morning, Hatch. Brownie, doing a
2: great job filling in, mate.
6: Thank you, great man.
3: Uh, he's
2: done a, done a good job. We had a I had a rare chance to have a bite to eat with you. We spoke about this a little bit briefly earlier in the show, but um, before we get on to the, today's egg flips, I saw a very unique thing on Wednesday night when we had our dinner. Yep. The Tags, as I mentioned earlier, he over-raced on the main course. He had, he had The fettuccine had some sort of flake Spice in it And he ended up ordering A bowl of ice cream with his mane <laughs> It was never, reviewing viewing I've it? never seen it before no. <laughs> Who yeah. has fettuccine and ice cream For dinner tax
6: Yeah the linguine uh, The seafood linguine wasn't the best With the chili flakes there boss I, di- I didn't see the chili flakes on the menu And once I ordered it I had two bites and my mouth was uh, Was burning up and Mate, I didn't want to be like a 12 year old kid and get a glass of milk, so I ordered the <laughs> vanilla or ice cream so it would get to soften the blow a little bit.
2: You were eating, before everyone's palmers had arrived, you were already onto the ice cream. And you were eating it like, oh, like it was mate. a soothing exercise rather than a, a choice.
6: Yeah, but the problem is the waitress didn't know the emergency, though. It took 10 minutes for the ice cream to come out. My mouth was on fire, she didn't understand the urgency of it.
5: It was a real
3: team-building night, Wednesday night, wasn't it? Just getting the crew together for a, for a feed. Did you enjoy it, Tags?
6: Uh, it was good one. Yeah, getting all the track team together. And and uh, and then the speeches at the end, uh, they were very inspiring it as well.
2: <laughs> you and your speeches, Cameron. Very, very funny. It was a well-exercised mission, I thought. It was well done. Hey, let's get into the uh, egg flips today. Uh, you always do a Trixie for us this time every week. It is... A weird old day. The weather's been... Uh, it's a hard day anyway, yeah. Derby and Golden Eagle, yeah. uh, let
6: alone on a wet day. Like... Oh, 100%. The, the, well, well, the Golden Eagle's a raffle and uh, up in Sydney, and, and then Derby Day, it's always the hardest punting day, I believe, and then, of course, throwing the weather in. It's it's going to be near impossible, but I have lobbed a Derby Day Trixie, so all at Flemington. I uh, don't know how I'm going to go, uh, but hopefully okay. Well, run us
2: through them. I'm going to go through them. All right, we'll start. We'll get the money early. What, what uh, else would else we be doing out of interest other than going through <laughs> the tips? Yeah, well, my mouth's still on fire from Wednesday night. So. <laughs> what do you think this was um, going to be? Like a, a preview of Fashions on the field? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, boss. I've got a big day ahead of me. All right.
6: Ra- race one, number one. Let, let We'll get the Tijuana brass. All right, with Tijuana. Hopefully we'll get that uh, off to a good start with uh, in the Carbine Club where I heard someone was at a luncheon there yesterday. Uh, uh, race 7, number 2, Barkley Square in the Derby. And they reckon uh, in race 8, number 14, Lark Creek. She, she's the freak, Lark Creek. So uh, we'll throw her in as well. So that's Tijuana in the first, Barkley Square in the Derby, and in the mez, uh Let's Elope, Lark Creek.
2: What does that get us? It's around about 650. All right. oh. Okay. Do you want, to have a, do you want to have a crack at a
3: trixie of your own today, the dog? Oh, yeah, I might what have does? a little trixie. I like one in the Derby tags. You might laugh at this forty-one dollars at the moment. The Danny O'Brien trained Kings Crossing. Do you give it any chance at all?
6: It ran second in the da- in the classic trial, didn't it?
3: Third, I think it came, but it was it was Third. left in Third. front for quite a while. And I thought it it continued to box on and hit the line, and the twenty five hundred should suit.
6: Yeah, well, I thought Grand Piero was the one out of that, the the, the winner. Um, I know the Classic winners have never got a great record in that Derby though, Brownie, That's the problem.
3: Yeah, Cam, Cam mentioned that, you know, the, the Geelong Classic form never stacks up on Derby Day. But there's just been something about yeah. just sort of watching Danny O'Brien step this horse up over further and further. And he seems to be getting stronger and stronger. And drawn out wide, he might have no choice but to, to settle, you know, Back half of the field today. Instead of trying to lead them up, and powerful finish. I'm just hoping. I think forty one dollars is massive overs.
6: Yeah, well, it's it's not bad for the for the multis. And I said, if you like that, you've got to probably throw Grand Piero in as well. So yeah, you probably could box um, the five five or six of them up. And uh, I tell you what, if if one of them or even both of them run a run a place, it's going to be a massive uh, payout, isn't it?
3: Will we see you in the bird cage at all once you knock off this afternoon tags?
2: Oh, I'll have my dancing shoes ready for you, Brownie. <laughs> good man. Your thoughts on the, in the first race, uh, our, our SENZ New Zealand team are in town, uh, including uh, Izzy Dag and Baz McCullum, who's on track today, yeah. by the way, in the first, uh, they've got a horse called, uh, is it Pungo, is that how you pronounce it? Pungo? Pungo. Yeah, well, that's the favourite. You like it? That's the favourite. It, it
6: draws good. Um, it'll go forward. Uh, I tell you what, Waller's got a great record in this race, and I think he, he's won this race three times. And two of the winners have won that maiden, that that Pungo one. So it's it's a big class rise, but Waller just seems to know how to do it in this race for some reason. Uh, and it it's got to be a chance. But uh, I just thought the Caulfield Guineas form line was a little bit stronger than that. But never underestimate underestimate the great man in Chris Waller.
2: And you got one one ruffy for in Sydney.
6: Uh, I don't mind gin martini up there. Ooh, what race is that? I tell you what race I tell you what race gin martini's in. Hang on, um, let me get to my uh, bet slips. <laughs> Take your time. That's in race four,
2: <laughs> number of, three. Race, race four, four, number three. Gin martini. Race four, yeah. number three in Sydney. Gin martini. Righto. So tags is Trixie again. Melbourne race one, number one. Melbourne race seven, number two, and Melbourne race 8, number 14, and of course, Sydney, race 4, number 3, is his best value in Sydney, and before we uh, let you go, looking ahead to the Melbourne Cup, have you got a view on how this unfolds to uh Wild swing this day with the international horse loft being scratched.
6: Yeah, yeah, spanner in the works there with J-Mac, and now, and, and with the Oliver not having a ride, and, and now J-Mac, this happened to J-Mac last year, remember, and then he get, ended up getting on uh, on the winner, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen this year because I, I, most of the rides are gone, and uh, they can only ride a, a certain weight too. Uh, j Mac ride fifty five, Ollie fifty four, so they're going to be left without a ride. But I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't know about these internationals. It, it looks like that it, it's a slim year for our locals, but out of our locals, it's hard to go past Gold Trip. Okay. Yep. You like that? Yeah. yeah.
3: Dave Eustace yeah. gave it a bit of a push yesterday when when I was having a chat to him. He, he he thinks the horse really, you know, it came through the Cox plate like it didn't have a run. And he's um, got the feeling, you know, the Crawford Cup was good. Cox plate, with a bit of luck, yeah. would have finished closer. So this has always been the grand final. If it can stay the trip, um, which is the concern, it could be right in the finish.
6: Well, he was the one that last year they, they brought him over with the big wraps on him. So, yep. And then he went and missed. So, yep. yeah, it'd be 12 months later.
3: I'm a Montefioli guy, though.
6: So I'm you,
2: a, you like it? Yeah,
3: I, I'm a Montefioli guy. Uh, I, I just think that uh, the Caulfield cool Cup run was huge. We know um, we'll get through the going. If it's a heavy or soft track, even better. And Correct. I think that the price is right as well, around 20 to 1. Yeah, always getting
6: value for the Melbourne Cup. It's going to be a ripper race. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll see you out there today, anyway. Yeah, well
2: Before we let you go, it's a big day to plan your uh, consumption. We know you'd like to bring your grocery bag in. You know you like to be well stocked. You know you like to have an emergency chocolate bar in case anyone asks for a piece. <laughs> what are what you? What are you stocking? Given the ten-hour, eleven-hour nature of the day, it's a big day. What do you? Give us an insight into the bag before we let you go.
6: Yeah. Of course, I've got the V drink. Yep.
2: How many? One uh, or two. Don't go. Don't go anywhere without
6: that. The hide the big uh, one, of course. Uh, yeah, the big, the six hundred ml yep. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then, of course, just the the the, uh, the chocolate bars because we're going to be fed on course. So, uh, just uh, just in case we're a bit low on, um, we need a sugar hit later on in the day.
3: And, and do you smuggle that through security? Because I couldn't imagine they'd let you take food and drink in.
6: I've got a little um, iPad uh, case and I'll just throw it into that family. They might check that. So, yes, I'll be without the bag today, but I'll smuggle it in through
2: my iPad case. Too smart. <laughs> the iPad case. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> Good on you, No, Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, gentlemen. David Taggart joining us. Make the switch to mate. Internet and mobile. Mobile plans from his $20 a month. Why wait and make the switch to mate? Right, it's time to talk top of the trots
1: top of the trots the great tip-off go to thetrots.com.au every race live and free
2: that's it get the trotsvision.com.au it's all holding up in the water the trots this next month ahead in the uh, harness racing in Victoria, here is going to be absolutely superb and josh jenkins making a little bit of a move here 150 dollars profit last week for his cause cerebral palsy alliance uh, josh good morning Good morning, boys.
3: How are you feeling, JJ? I know you've been on your deathbed. You were a game day decision today as well, whether you go due to illness.
4: I, uh Brownie, I never missed a game of footy uh, with illness, so I'm definitely not missing the first day of the uh, carnival through illness. I, um, I, I've got more pressing issues than a than a little bit of a a, a cough and a cold. Anyway, so. Um, I uh, I'll be in for a long day, but not because of the cold.
2: Oh. You've overcommitted yourself workwise today, haven't
4: you? No, 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 no. I'm uh, happy to disclose to the listeners that I had the ultimate gear change yesterday. I was um, uh, headed in and uh, got uh, gelded, as they may say in the racing terms. So what? what? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just, you got the sip. I, I'm going to be a little. I'm going to be a little, a little sore. Uh, sitting at the SDN and Track desk at
3: Flemington this
2: afternoon. So just, uh, Amazing! Give us a bit of Jordan, if you've got any. That's outrageous. The, <laughs> keep the Neuraphin. That's a bomb. You got the Neuraphin <laughs> and the
4: uh, and the uh,
2: frozen peas nearby, please. You got to uh, take the boy off. There, zipper. I think we better take the boy off. <laughs> <laughs> it be... I'd take him off now. But... <laughs> well, he's got to. I he's think got... you got to take <laughs> the boy
3: off. So there's no roaming JJ around the mounting yard
5: today at all.
4: <laughs> what point? Well, the... well, I might, I might be, uh, I might be Mr. Popular with the ladies because I can do no damage.
5: <laughs>
2: what was the, what was the thinking on the scheduling? Derby Eve, like of all the days of the year, to...
3: you need to beat your best.
2: Yeah. Uh, I was I was laying on the table and I said
4: oh, to the lady, I said, oh, geez, you must get all types come through here. And she goes, yeah, we, you know, I, I had one guy, I, I put the local anaesthetic in and I turned around and he, and he pulled his pants up and he'd run away. And she said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I've got, I've got four days at the track. She said, surely you could have booked it in for a better a better day because you're going to be in
2: so you're going to be, be sore.
3: <laughs> I'm taken aback by yeah,
2: this. Yeah, I am too. I've been around a long time. I don't think I've seen a worse piece of scheduling in my in my time. I, I've heard of some. I've heard of some. The, 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 that, that, this is worse than getting married on Cup Day. This is a, a and at least at least getting married. You've only had fifty percent of the say on a good day. Normally five percent of the say. Yeah. You, this, this decision, you well, can pick. You could have picked a split round. You could have picked the, one of the long weekends. You could have gone in uh, November, in late November yeah, or February. Yeah. This is terrible timing. Yeah. It, like, you must have been in a real hurry. Is all I can say. Let's get to the... the uh, no, well,
4: I, I, I perform under adversity, boy, so I, I think it'll actually set me up uh, and, and really allow me to, to back a few winners at Flemington today. So I'll be right. I'll
2: just be a little sore. Oh, no. Oh, hurt, hurt I'm, I'm
3: texting Cam Luke and tags right now. <laughs> yeah. I think this will be a running theme right throughout the SN track day today, mate.
2: I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, now, um, let's, let's get to tonight. Last week, you found a $150 profit, uh uh, after uh, Simon took your major major and he came unstuck, uh, well done. So you're at two thousand and fifty. I'm at two thousand four hundred and sixty nine for Ronald McDonald House. Uh, Tango Tara no good uh, last week in the Pacing Cup. That all mate, picks uh, went under with the horse running third. Let's get to tonight. Tell us about the meeting and who you're going for.
4: Well, I it's a it's a it's a real good card tonight. Harness um, racing hot on the heels of the Spring Carnival for the gallops. Things start to really hot up. Of course, we had the Victoria Cup a few weeks ago, but we've got a, uh, a group one for the mayors tonight, which is the Queen of the Pacific. And we see uh, Victoria, maybe Australia's best mare, probably, def- probably is Australia's best mare, ladies in red. Hutchie, who, horse uh, you know well, she goes around as favourite in the Queen of the Pacific. That's race number five. She's got a tough barrier draw, she was beaten uh, when she resumed two starts back, but was a good winner last time, and I think she'll get the job done. And then we've got the Group 2, it's uh, sort of a four- and five-year-old championships, they call it. This is the, the next big dogs-on-the-scene type race for the four- and five-year-olds, and uh, act now, better Eclipse, beyond delight. There's some seriously good horses in this race as well. So uh, it's a really good card tonight. We had the Swan Hill Cup last night, which was a good race taken out by our millionaire which is a, yep. a really good country cups. horse. so all the country cups we're seeing the country cups um uh, abandoned in the gallops because of the uh the grass tracks but the harness tracks are standing up to the rain and the and the floods and the issues and and they're going ahead so uh, a really good time for harness racing
2: right and my bet tonight is i'll go with the rough. i'll take race two number eight 25 the wind zip and seventy-five the place race two number eight each way. Ooh. Prosecco boy, that's, I just uh, that's
4: uh, that's very tactical by you. I you normally just throw the fifty each way. But I like the twenty-five by seventy-five because he's twelve dollars and two two dollars fifty. So if you get that seventy-five the place, you'll still make a little profit. I'm going to go with the two big races. Uh, boys, I'm going to go with uh, race five, number 11, a ladies in red, the win. She's eighty, which is a good play. Normally, I'd take that straight up, but I need to make up a bit more ground. So race five, number 11, the win, into race seven, number 11, better equips the place. And I reckon I'll get about $3 for that 100 on, so that's why I'm going to play the night.
2: Righto, you're on. Uh, controversially, two picks has decided to go for a multi Definitely. tonight in his absence, so he's going... Uh, Race one number one, the win. A million promises. He likes it. Into race two, number two, the wolf. The win. He's a fan of that. And then he's going to give major, 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 major major one more go. Race three number one. He's going to have that the place only. So he's gone for an extravagant multi here, picks in his absence. I'm not sure what he's doing to be honest. Race one number one, the win. Race two number two, the win. And and then race three number one, the place.
4: playing about
2: 200 to 1 that's about 400 to 1 yeah, <laughs> yeah as I said I, well, when he texted through I couldn't yeah. believe it um, to be honest I was... well if he gets that up then the, the
4: com- you can end the competition it's over swiftly,
2: but he feels like he needs to make a step change here so race 1 number 1 I mean promises to win with Jack uh, Jack laughter on it uh, Jack Law race laughter. race 2 number 2 the <laughs> wolf which will probably start the favourite the wolf and he's giving them the major, major one more go of the place which I think, by the way, at um, $6.50 the place in an A3 number one in Melton, it's good value, major, major, despite its disappointing run last week. Uh, Josh, uh, well done. Um, Who do you like in the Melbourne Cup before we let you go?
4: Melbourne Cup tip, Josh? In the You've got to be with. I'm always keen on the internationals. Yes. Um, uh, nothing special. The issue.
2: Australians are all crap, so the legend easily. Right up, uh, thanks, Josh. Josh Jenkins, uh, man down. See uh, ice up, get ready.
3: Wow, yeah. it's. Um, I hope. I hope he gets a car park a long, long, long way from where we're setting up this afternoon. He's yeah. just got to walk through the roses.
2: That's you know what that is. That's a man who's over. He's got too much work on his plate. He's overcommitted. So many places. I feel a bit, I actually feel a bit responsible for that poor decision. <laughs> yeah. he, we're one of the vehicles of work for him. He's working a lot. He's trying to find fit days in. Yeah. He hasn't thought through the consequences of that timing or the decision. And and there's, like, it's a, that's, it's, it's mind boggling timing on the eve of the Derby.
3: I'm just wondering, so when the message came through sort of yesterday morning that he was sick and he mightn't be able to yeah. make Derby Day, that was a furphy. Yeah, it was a front. And he'd actually yeah. gone in and this was yeah. the,
2: the real reason. Yeah. Do you think he was trying to? Uh, like he almost looked like one of those guys who was just going to try and get through without anyone noticing. He thought, "I'll wake up if I don't feel too bad. I'll just sit on this." But then you can see, you can hear in the tone of that conversation, he was struggling with coming to terms with.
3: Do you reckon we would have picked up on it had he not mentioned it live on air?
2: No, I think he was going to try and get through. Yeah, but he's a bit—he's a bit ginger, and he's—you know—he feels comfortable around you clearly. And there you go. I coax the best out of people. You do. Best and worst. <laughs> More off the bench <laughs> after this for the spicy range at Magus. Can you handle the heat? And with Thai Power, we're family safety rates number one.
10: Testicles.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome back to Off the Bench. We're every listing right around Australia. It's great to have your company for Thai Power, family safety rates number one. Of course, never forget you can win your dream getaway with the Dare, Big M, and Hello World team only at APCO. Well, this time of the year is a super important time at the races. We know it's going to be a great fun day for everyone and a great fun weekend. There's a lot of country cups on too, a lot of big meetings in regional Victoria today. A lot of our listing stations and audiences on Tuesday have their local meetings. And it is an essential week to do the right thing. Our long-time partner is DrinkWise, as you know, very proud and passionate cause of mine and ours and movement. And then the CEO of DrinkWise uh, announced this week a very important partnership with the VRC and Victoria Police, and he's been kind enough to join us from Regional Victoria. Ironically, this morning on the phone, Simon Strawn. Uh, good morning, Simon, and uh, well done on this initiative with the VRC to reset people's uh, value set this week and to make sure they do the right thing.
10: Thanks, Hutchie. Yeah, it's a great partnership with the the VRC and Victoria Police, and it's all about just making sure that everyone has a great time. The the races are that uh, opportunity to get together and and socialise with family and friends and have a
2: great day out.
10: We just want to make sure that if people are choosing to have a drink, that they're doing it in moderation.
2: Moderation is the key, so go and have a good time and enjoy yourself. But we've all seen along the way people that uh, unfortunately over-race, to use a racing parlance, and, and go a little bit hard early, get excited on it. I think that's especially prevalent this year. We haven't had racing in Melbourne for a long time. People have missed it. And if you're going to the track, that's really the exact reason why you should savour it and take your time, have some water between races, um, You know, delay your start uh, of having a, a, a drink if you choose today and do it responsibly. Because I think that missing a couple of years comes into play a little bit, uh, Simon.
10: It does indeed. And one of the things that we've seen is that uh, people really have missed that chance to socialise. And you know, the, the, the days of old... Around uh, the Melbourne Cup Carnival, where people did over race, as you uh, as you said, a day's gone by. So we saw some really uh, improved behaviour, and have more broadly, and even across the um, across that pandemic, we saw that people were continuing to drink in moderation. So the culture's changed, um, but we want to make sure. And just as a reminder to people that uh, if they are getting out today to the course and having a drink. Um, but they're just mindful of how much they are consuming. And, and DrinkWise will have messages out around the course, on the lawns, in the bars, uh, on the big screen. And we'll also have some messaging on SEN um, and TV as well, just to, as that reminder for people to uh, to just keep it in check.
2: It is an important reminder, and you will see, see and hear that messaging everywhere. The other thing is I think friendship plays a big role here today too, like identifying that, um, well, the early signs of any... Um, inadvertent behaviour of your friends and to call it out and to look after them. It is a it is a big week for your uh, circle of influence as well at the races. Indeed.
10: One of the things that um, we certainly uh, want to make sure everyone just keeps in mind is the fact that if you are having a drink, first and foremost, moderation, but making sure you have plenty to eat along the way, um, making sure you're alternating any alcoholic drinks with non-alcoholic options such as uh, water or zero. Um, make sure you're looking after your, yourself and your friends, as you said. Uh, but importantly as well, that if you're choosing to have a drink, just leave the keys at home and just get an alternative form of transport, public transport and Uber, um, just to make sure that everyone s- stays safe but has a great time. I'm
2: a I'm a zero guy, as you know, uh, Campbell. Yep. And it's um, the, in fact I can almost tell you by brand the the, the zeros and their and their strengths and it, it does just um, change your day a little bit. And um, you know you if you alternate with a zero and just slow down and take it easy, it still can be quite social and, and, and all of those things. And I think it's um, it's w- and wonderfully now on me- venues, and we saw it at Caulfield, there are zeros available readily at, uh, at venues, and we'll see the same at the, at the VRC in Flemington. So it is one well worth considering, as well as water, which is, of course, the most essential yep. thing, and, and look forward to it. Uh, Simon, uh, well done. Congratulations to you and the VRC on coming together on this. Have a great week and have a responsible one and thanks for joining us.
10: Likewise, thanks for having me on, gents.
2: You probably can't leave without a tip. You got anything for us?
10: Uh, race two, number four, is right. my tip. Race two, um, number four. I was given that yesterday.
2: Race two, number four. Right, I will get the dog served right. up that very quickly. You a dog, you got a Yes, dog? that's a Flemington, <laughs> you mean? Flemington, race two.
3: Well, that's, that's the problem. I don't know where it's running. Oh, <laughs> <my
2: God. laughs> Well, if it's at
3: Flemington, it's Crystal Pegasus, which is um, a Chris Waller runner that needs yeah. to find form. Yeah,
2: I like that $13. I don't mind it. it one, one, one thing, uh, one thing that to always be aware of when you're tipping is a venue is generally pretty important part of the process of where it's running. There's about um, 12 meets
3: today, and I bet you race two number four wins somewhere, yeah. and then you can claim it. Yeah. <laughs>
10: But Campbell, this is coming from Hutchie, who uh, who once sent me through a whole lot of tears. Each yeah. of them were a race out, so <laughs> and then complained that. Uh, <laughs>
2: well done.
5: <laughs> Thank so, you. Simon, Thanks, Simon.
2: Simon, Simon Strouden joining us from Drink Right uh, there we go. We're time for a Makita Power Play. Please zip.
1: Time for a Makita Power Play. Power through the season with Makita Power Garden.
2: This season, Makita Brownie. Is helping you rule the outdoors. You can rule the outdoors with the Makita. Check out the Power Garden range at makita.com.au and and the garden season will, will, will really ramp up in the coming weeks, I think, as we uh, get through the spring and as the weather subsides in the Makita and the, the range of power, the Power Garden range of Makita. Makita at the front of everything going on in innovation in this space, doing amazing things at makita.com.au uh, and, and old mate uh, Adam from Makita will hopefully be down to watch his horse on Thursday, he's got a good one, Miss Rosiano, that'll be yes. running on Thursday in the Oaks. So he's a very considered owner, as you know, and um, and uh, a conservative owner. And he'll be down, I'm sure, on Thursday to have a look at the uh, horse go around. But this week and this season, Makita helping you rule the outdoors. Who's your Makita power player of the week, uh, Brownie?
3: Well, can I start? Can I say the crowd at the MCG last Sunday? Yeah, um, India versus Pakistan, ninety plus thousand people. The G was absolutely rocking, and they saw one of the best T twenty games of all Amazing. time. Virat Kohli, they had no right to win India, uh, but while he was out in the middle, you just you felt like yep. they had a bit of belief, and he got him home in one of the great knocks and great, great very, games.
2: Very rarely does the game meet the occasion. Yep. right. It was one of those game and occasions.
3: And there's probably not two more passionate fans in the world than than those two when they played. Yeah, each other.
2: magnificent. Uh mine is Sam Kerr. This this uh, shouldn't go under the radar as much as it has a hat trick for Chelsea in the Women's Champion League, Champions League. That is unbelievable. Sam Kerr is an incredible athlete. Can you imagine how big Sam Kerr mm. is going to be here next year? She keeps getting it done, With doesn't Matildas she? Matilda's in the World Cup in, in Melbourne and in Australia and in New Zealand in uh, July and August.
3: Do you think because she's been doing this quite regularly overseas yep. at the Australian public, we all know who Sam Kerr is, but do you reckon the Australian public really know just how good she is?
2: I think they know, but don't get to savor or appreciate it yeah. enough. And next, I, I can't wait for next year. We'll Tuesday. be able to be, see it with our own eyes. It's going to be absolutely magnificent. So Sam Kerr, hat trick for Chelsea, is my Makita Power Player of the Week. You can rule the outdoors with Makita. Check out the Power Garden range at makita.com.au. We might take a – well, actually, we'll do our footy update, I think, for Batali. There's still a on the world of footy.
1: On off the bench, it's time for your footy update for Batolis. Bertolli's Ag and Industrial, serving Northern Victoria for over 40 years.
2: See them in Shepparton, Benalla and Albury Wodonga now. And thinking of everyone in Shepparton in that area, it's been such a tough time. And Bertolli's Ag and Industrial is serving Northern Victoria uh, uh, in the entire region Shepparton, Benalla and Albury Wodonga. The uh, off season's been significant. First, oh, a few has a quick ones for you. Ross Lyon, you happy with the call? I think so.
3: Like, I've never been one that um, subscribes to, you know, going back to the, the, the past. And that's why I was sort of like, oh, Essendon don't need James Hurd. He's been there, done that, move on. But I, I do feel like Ross Lyon, he's a very good coach. Um, and if he's the right fit at the right time for the St Kilda Footy Club, which they believe they are. And Andrew Bassett is a very, very good judge. He doesn't make too many mistakes in business. Um, I think it's a good call. The thing that I I always hear about Ross Lyon, and I and I've spoken to a lot of past St Kilda players, past Dockers players, champions, and guys that couldn't get a game, guys that he'd sacked and delist. They all love him, you know. Even yep. and that's a really good sign. He's he's a coach's he's a players' coach. And if you're delisting a guy, or not picking him for a grand final or not playing him, yet they still say, "Geez, he was a great coach. I, I, I loved."
2: Great players, always say that. I don't think we hear as much. He's a great coach of great players.
3: Yeah, but but also you, your lesser lights really, really like um, the fact that he, he simplified the game. He gave them a role. You know, guys like Andrew McQualter, um, Robert Eddy, he retired Steve Baker. He had no idea he was retiring. He called everyone in after the last game of the year and said, guys, I've got an announcement. Um, you know, Steve Baker's retired. Bakes had no idea, yet still speaks so fondly of yeah, Ross Lyon. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So that to me says that there's a, there is a love there. Yep. So I think um, he's hard. They're going to be disciplined. They're going to be hard to play against. Yep. And I think that's exactly what St. Kilda need. Whether he can take them, you know, to where they want to go is another story. But um, it's a step in the right direction.
2: Yep. The... Uh Decision to return Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan to their clubs. Are you happy with
3: that? I am. I, I think, um, you know, naturally when the story came out, it, it took everyone in the footy world by surprise and there was some shock there. Um, natural reaction was, okay, let's, let's step them away from their clubs. Um, take a breath. Take a breath. Get the investigation underway. And I feel like in the last month, everything sort of settled a little bit. There's been a little bit more clarity around what has unfolded, what has been said. And there is the old innocent until proven guilty theory that that I think you need to stick to. I mean, they got crucified in the early days of the report coming out with no right of reply. And um, it's good that they're back. It's going to be, you know, business as usual until the AFL come up with their final decision. Um, every Hawthorne player from 2008 to 2015 is... Has been sent an email. I was one of those guys. Yep. Um,
2: do you intend to participate?
3: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I have nothing further to add, but um, you know, I, I certainly saw nothing of the sort. Um, but I will go there and and just give my my uh, almost like a character reference, I suppose, of the three people that are that are getting accused of this. Yeah. I feel I feel compelled to. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Um, Why is that? Well, uh, they're three really good people. Like like. Over decades, you know, and I believe they always put the individual first um, and always had really good intentions. Um, and if, if some of the stuff that's being said, um, you know, happened or um, it was coming from the right place and context, I think, is really, really important because on paper, what you read, it sounds quite horrific, but um, context is a really big thing which gets lost in print Media and the hysterics around everything. I think it they got swept up into emotions that it just didn't unfold like that. Um, and that's not disrespecting the people that are having their say, but um, all I can all I can do will be put forward what I what I saw and what I heard, and I've spoken to a hell of a lot of players along the journey that feel the same way. They feel compelled to go into do bat. Do
2: you think there'll be a lot of Hawthorne players that come forward and? I know win. there will be. Really? Yep. Yeah. Okay.
3: So whether, that's not going to have any impact on the findings. But, um, uh, yeah, I just feel like, you know, if you, you've got to support people if you feel like they've been hard done by. And I feel like the three of them, Jason Burt, Alyssa Clarkson and, and Chris Fagan, have been.
2: Okay. So that the, the, the counter-argument to that would be is that um, not taking seriously the allegations that have been put forward or the suggestions. So you you think that there's um, an obligation on the character side? Yes, and you don't know specifically though about what happened in those rooms or those times. Or, I don't like think that, anyone um,
3: would, except yep. for the people involved. Yep. But I do know in times of of crisis, or you know, you, you need to show support to people that have been there to support you. Um, and that's not taking a side. That's just that's just sort of me.
2: Yep, Understood.
3: um Being a, a good past player of those people who I know so well, who I, who I believe are really good people. Yeah.
2: And have you articulated that to the, to them as well?
3: Uh, I, I haven't spoken to, yep. to Chris Fagan, but I certainly have to Clarko.
2: Okay. Uh, interesting uh, few weeks ahead on the on both investigations. Uh, there, of course, don't forget this hour, Powered by Powercore, asking customers to be prepared if power goes out to your extreme weather conditions. More off the bench right after this. Off the bench around Australia. I hope you're enjoying the show for the McSpicy Ranger Maccas. Can you handle the heat? The dog, Campbell Brown, but in rare form today. And, of course, for Tire Power Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer – Uh, Dog, as we almost come to the end of the show, a couple of things to fill you in on. First of all, the NFL at the Sporting Globe this week, and join the Philadelphia Eagles next Friday for the official NFL watch party at the Sporting Globe in Richmond. So that'll be a ripper a little bit later on in the week on Friday. And uh, the NFL, I know you... It's
3: been a good start to the season. They're already into, well, week eight's been played.
2: You normally chime in a bit deeper as the season goes on.
3: Once I've had a few future bets, and then we're sort of getting closer towards the Super Bowl. But... Tom Brady. I
2: was going to ask you about him. Yeah.
3: You, he's gone for one more season. Yep. Let's say he's, he makes $30 million this season, right? Yep. Good money. But it's going to cost him his marriage yep. to Giselle. Yep. And they're going very poorly. They're three and five and don't look very formidable yep. this season. Why did he go around again?
2: Does he look gone, do you think? Is oh, yeah, he does. Are you calling it?
3: I, I know that... His his offense isn't as strong as it has been. Like he doesn't, he just doesn't have the receivers that he, you know, he used to. But it's a strange that he retired and then he he unretired? Yep. He had all those problems. He missed a lot of of the preseason yep. camp leading up to round one and the season. Why did he go round again? It's
2: fair to say that went over like a lead balloon and at home, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you, it's really interesting. That it's, it's such a um, old school view that. Um, Giselle would just have to accept that because he's the greatest player of all time. She would argue she's one of the greatest in her profession of all time and has sacrificed the best part of 20 years. And they had an agreement. Yep. He broke it. We don't know what's going on behind the, the walls, of course, but it's it clear, clearly <laughs> that's it, he the decision to come back has been uh, – It
3: reeks of a man that just refuses to move on. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's won seven Super Bowls. Yep. He doesn't need to be going around again. He but, can't He can't because he's so competitive and so
2: yeah.
3: – it's got to be an ego thing too, right?
2: Well, the, the when you're so driven, he would have been told at 35 to give it away. And so he's proven this theory wrong so often now that he can't see the reality of it being final. It's like a, one of those boxing heavyweight yeah. champs that just got to go again. I've yeah, been it's a good before, analogy. And, and you talk yourself up into – you talk your mind into that state.
3: But eventually the, the public – they start to feel a bit sorry for you, you know. Yeah,
2: he hasn't been the same um, player really in terms of arm strength and those stuff. He's yeah. got a game manager, but it'll be interesting. You get Super Bowl any chance?
3: Not this year. No. Nah, no, I'm going to I'm going um, to put a cue in the rack for this year, and I've got I have got one eye on Vegas, twenty twenty four. So we're I'd gonna... be
2: really surprised if you weren't invited by the Vegas <laughs> organizing committee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you your contribution it's... to the Vegas,
3: well, economy. Yeah. Um, it's been yeah. It's... <laughs> It's going to be a big sort of eighteen months because I'm forty next year. Are you really? Yeah, so I haven't sort of decided what I'm going to do. But what, it, when? Born on the twenty eighth of August. Yep. But um, nineteen eighty three. Right. So, but I, I want to go to the Kentucky Derby, the, which is the first week of May. Yep. So I might, I Have might celebrate before? my fortieth for like a three month period. <laughs> <A block. laughs> I've never been. No, I've heard it's sensational. So, yeah,
2: yeah, it's wonderful. Hundred and twenty thousand on the. Friday, so one hundred and yep, one hundred and seventy five thousand. I said. Hey, did
3: and Blanksy get on the track, the actual
2: track? Not only on the track, actually, when California Chrome won the Derby, we were we were we paraded as as shareholders in the horse <laughs> and were presented the trophy. <laughs> actually, a, a great friend of mine, um, very dear friend who passed away uh, two weeks ago, and I'm thinking of him. A guy called Richard Hill in Perth. He was my uh, there was ten of us there when we went, and I shared a room with him. There was five double rooms because of the scarcity of accommodation. We had a beautiful time, at McDonald's last in Perth, and I was. At, we were going through the pictures as we reflected on Richard only last week with a bunch of friends, and the photos of us on the on the winning post getting photographed, and then with the governor. Really? Yeah. In the presentations.
5: <laughs> That's at,
2: brilliant. Yeah. So, so yeah, really. Um, Special time And uh, I would be in for sure if you, if you, In fact If you could dress that up As your 40th That's a good LI for us all <laughs>
3: I know that you had, I know that you took Some responsibility For, for Josh Jenkins And he, yep, his snip I did You've also got to take A bit of responsibility For the, the way I've turned out As well Because I saw how you Were so opportunistic With your way You, you got into
2: Everywhere It was a bat and change
3: And and yeah. I, I took that on board no, and, I, and I've really tried To sort of run with it You lived it <laughs>
2: Yeah, now pass the baton over, and you boy have you run with it? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the weekend. This has been off the bench.
1: Want to witness the
0: world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals.
5: All thanks to McDonald's Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.